it's like every time you go through that that door, it's it's a battle for your own sanity at times. Uh, it can be, yeah. You know, I, well, maybe not every time. That that's that's a bit that's a bit much. But yes, at times it mm. certainly is. You know, at other times it's just you know, chill. I was at a festival one time. Me and my my homie, my best friend, who's out in a, out in Hawaii now. But uh, we were talking about this the other day. It's kind of funny you bring that up. Like we were at this festival. This dude had a vial. You scoop in. Sure. Yeah. This dude had a vial of like. A, I mean, just incredible liquid acid, you know, and it was, it was mic at like 200 a drop or something like that, you know, and it was like, all right, well, just give me one to the tongue, you know what I mean? And he right. kind of, you know, so, all right, all right, here you go, you know, I'm paying my money, you know, and here you go, and he goes, well, there's an extra one, you know, it's like, oh, okay, thanks, bud, so, just, see ya. Just off, off to Never Never Land on that one, that one was fun, though, that was a festival. I can't, uh, <laughs> I, can't I can't deal with that many people. Around festival situations, like if you're at a cool one, it's everything. Like I wouldn't want to be that gone at like Bonnaroo or yeah, something, no, you know? Like, no. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh Even like stuff that like I've never even been to like big festivals like that. Like I, that they'll have like down at the Swanee or anything. Mm. But even just knowing, like seeing the pictures of as far as like, oh, this is what's happening at Wani. It's like, yeah. well, that looks like fun, but I would not want to be like. Yeah, some of the festivals down there have gotten a bit too big for me. Like I, I, I like the ones that cap at like you know three to five thousand people. You know, kind of smaller festivals. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've been to Bonnaroo three times. You know, hundred thousand people. It's nuts. It's just it, nuts. I, I did it before it took kind of the real poppy turn. Like it was still kind of a jammy thing when I went. But mm-hmm. even then, like I said, it, it, it was like right when like MTV and all that kind of stuff started getting involved in it. And I was like, we quit going that year. You know. Right. But uh. Yeah, so many people. But I remember back in the day, like down at the Swanee, since you bring that up, man, like I, I went to my first festivals down there, you know, as a teenager, you know, my brother took me down there. And, dude, I remember, uh, like, he took me to a BB King Blues Festival one time down there, you know, I remember going to like all the local bluegrass bands around here back in the day. You remember like Dawn of the Buffalo and like yeah, Glass yeah. Camels and Blueground blue Undergrass. Some of them are still around, you know. Yeah, like, I've seen uh, Dawn of the Buffalo at least in the last five years. Yeah, they're still that. around, yeah. Um, uh, what else was it? Blue, uh, blue sky, dead, dead grass, or something like that. De- it was like a, a Grateful Dead, like bluegrass band, or something okay. like that. Okay. Okay. Um, not a not a big deadhead by any means. I'm not either. I, I can respect the guitar playing. I mean, yeah, you know? like like I get it, but I like a dash of, of nightmare in my trip. You know what I mean? Sure, I like sure. I like some testicular and ovarian fortitude. In the music. I'm glad you put it that way. Like, I feel like it's like, it. it, it a lot of Grateful Dead has just no balls. You know, I, I there's a lot of music that's that way. I feel like anything that James Taylor covers, I call, <laughs> I, I, he, he just pulls the balls right out of it. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh, it's like, oh. hey, you want to hear a song, but not as good? You know, it's like, uh, I can't do it. Can't do it. So, sorry, James. I respect the guitar picking, but yeah, I mean, like, just no balls. No, just cut try. my life into pieces. <sighs> this is my last result. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember occasion once I, no bleeding. You know what? It's funny. Like he tries to be edgy sometimes. Like you see him in like uh, what's that movie? He, he's in that movie. Like uh, was it Funny People? Adam Sandler, there's that part where they go yeah. to Facebook and he does the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, and he's all like, fuck Facebook. You know, and he's like, is that James Taylor saying fuck Facebook? You're like, that's cool, I guess. I think that was like the last time MySpace was relevant, at least in my life, was, was funny people. 
Probably like, that movie. That, yeah. that scene. You know what I mean? Because that was like shortly that, I mean, clear up. Uh, like way bailed before that on Facebook. Yeah, like way bailed before that. Mm-hmm. So That's funny. I think, yeah, social media started with Facebook. That's a weird one. The, the first one I uh, got was a, a MySpace page. I remember that. Um, oh, yeah. That's what I meant. MySpace. I said face. I meant MySpace. I remember that one back in the day. You had your own, like, your uh, your song on your page. And yeah, man. <laughs> I would... Uh, Good old days. It was cool because it was like... Um, it wasn't a P2P sharing anymore. It was like this this network of, like, bands and, like, creators. And I was like, this is really spectacular. Yeah. Like, and I even started looking at, like venues in advance that they would have um you know like they'd list out like oh for the month of October we got this at Jackrabbits uh, <laughs> Jackrabbits <laughs> at, uh, in Jacksonville you know yeah I've been there many times yeah um many times but uh you know it gave a it gave an avenue to um to be able to like listen to these bands as opposed to mm-hmm. well that sounds like an interesting band name yeah. like no Kids, you all cannot go see the bare naked ladies. I don't know what kind of music they're putting out, but it does not seem appropriate. <laughs> right. Which is another, like, no balls band, you yeah. know? <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I remember, like, you know, back in the day when we spent all our money on records and CDs and, like, I don't know if I want to buy the whole CD, I'm just going to get the single. You know what I mean? Like, all that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that, that, nobody even makes full albums anymore. I appreciate what you do. Just because you look at it as a, as a, as a piece of work, not just... One. I mean, like you look at some of the people that are like like chart very high. It's mm-hmm. like their only release. You know, you're like, yeah. come on, I've, like, I've, come on. I always found um, just such a, a fascination with the concept of of albums in general. Yeah. Like, like even the the lyricism behind everything. It's like, well, why is the album titled this? Mm-hmm. Is there a title track? If not, is it found somewhere within the words? And if so. How important is this song I used to the to band? Love that too. Like, where did the name of the album come from? And try to find that within the lyrics of the song. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't feel like anybody does that anymore. What was your first concept album? Like, what, like, like the concept of a concept album? Uh-huh. I guess came to me like I might have been like, ooh, maybe fourteen or fifteen. My aunt Judy gave me a box of records, and one of them was well, actually several of them were Moody Blues, but one of them was. Uh, Days of Future, or, uh... Yeah, Days of Future Past. Yeah, Days of Future Past, yeah. And, uh, all of a sudden my, my brain went X-Men as soon as I started to say it. I was like, hey, right? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that album, you know, and it tells the whole story, you know? And it's like, I was like, I, I, I never knew people did that before, you know? And it yeah. didn't take long before I, you know, was, was knew this as a concept now, you know? And so I very shortly in The Who, Tommy. Right. The, uh, the Wall, you know, like, the, the, the early concept <laughs> albums and stuff like that. It always has blown me away and been a fascination. Like, if you can write... Like, I'm not really a songwriter. Like, I've got a couple that I, that I do, you know. But, I mean, like, to... Just the, 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 the fecundity, I guess, of just writing all the time. I don't really have that, you know. And so to be able to tie not just one thought, but a, a, a whole album's worth of cohesive thought together, like, that's that's... Next level shit, man. Yeah. Next level shit. That's I think that's why it always fascinated me. Um, yeah. And plus, um, you know, you look at like just because they're focused on the bigger picture, it means a lot of times they're not afraid to try something different, right? So, I think the first the first one I probably got introduced to, 
like uh, via like my parents was probably like Dark Side of the Moon or uh, Ziggy Stardust and Spiders <laughs> from Mars. Yeah. Um, but as far as <laughs> nice, like something that you know would have been from uh, like our generation, it was probably Marilyn Manson. Oh. And the stark difference between uh, Antichrist Superstar and Mechanical Animals. And I thought, I thought, man, like this is really spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like, aside from all of the, uh, you know, the the teenage angst and the nihilism, like yeah. uh, uh, nihilistic qualities that uh, you know yeah. comes with it. Like it was, you know, everything was about like the art of the album, and like he would even like uh, Bowie, you know, change his mm-hmm. persona, but not really. Like he wouldn't like change who he was in interviews or anything like that. It's still Brian Warner, you know what I mean? Like it's Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you hear like somebody's like actual name, you know. Like I remember the first time I heard that, like uh, you know, the the unknown Henson, like his name's Danny. <laughs> like, that just it just doesn't work for me, man. <laughs> but I mean, that era is funny. You bring bring uh, Marilyn Manson too. That that era, I think, uh, right after Antichrist, or it, I think that's when John Five joined that band. He uh, kind of right in there, ninety eight, ninety nine, right in there. He joined uh, for the touring of Mechanical Animals. Okay, uh, but he wasn't uh, on the uh, the songwriting process. Okay, right on. The, they had a after Daisy Berkowitz, they had a guitarist Zimzum. Zimzum, yeah. And but I I believe the majority of the music on Mechanical Animals was written by. Uh, Jordy White, Twiggy Ramirez, uh, yeah. Ginger Fish. Okay. And, um, but he came uh, out for the, the Brian Warner. And- I, that's cool. Like, I, I've been kind of obsessed with, uh, like, uh, John Five recently. Not not so much the Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie stuff, but like his virtuoso stuff. Oh my God, he's amazing. <laughs> he's so amazing. I think oh, he actually, on his left hand, I think he has three other fingers that are just to, hidden. Dude. And he just. He's got like, to. I mean, just the the, the oh, just the, the ridiculous sweeps that he does, and like the bending above the nut and all that kind of stuff. It's like mm-hmm. get out of here. It's like uh, the guy from uh, uh, Animals as Leaders. <laughs> like, uh, was it Tosin Abasi? Yeah, that dude. Oh. I, I never tried playing one of eight string guitars before. Those, those things are daunting. I've, I've never even played a seven string before. I have once. It's yeah. cool. I didn't know what to do with it at the time. I'm a much more serious guitar player now than I was then, but yeah, I, the, the eight strings. I mean, the extended uh, uh, scaling that they can do. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fascinating. Like Shred has just gone off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not my particular genre, but I mean, I respect the shit out of it. Well, you know? It's you know, like uh, back in the, uh, I guess it would be like the '80s and the '90s. Uh, yeah, guys like like you know Steve Vai and Joe Satriani and everybody's like like you yeah. think that you think that fucking Metallica's the real shit? Listen to this fucking is a Surfer <laughs> Alien, baby. Right? I think that, I think I was at like Surfer Alien or it's one. I don't know. Surfing with the alien. Uh, it was that uh, Satriani on with the uh, <laughs> the Silver Surfer on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that or uh, that one. Michelangelo uh, Basio or Batio. Played like the, 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 neck guy, yeah, right? the double neck guitar. <laughs> he played best he national played. anthem ever, though, man. <laughs> I mean, no, no doubt. It's like it's like 
well, well, that's cool, but you can kind of just look at him and his face when we started playing, where he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm getting all the pussy tonight. <laughs> all this fucking pussy's mine. It's like, oh, bro, yeah. calm down. Just because your guitar is spread eagle doesn't mean the audience is. Yeah, dude. That, you probably have more luck with the uh, the couple of bro dudes in the back and just like, God, man. I think the fact that that's his shtick is like, I play two guitars at the same time. Like, that, that guy's ego is probably just off the chain. <laughs> you know, just... Oof, he, uh, dial it back a notch, bud. He had he has some. He used to uh, sponsor. Had a sponsorship from Dean, I believe, and now it's like some. He it was just on on my uh, Facebook feed the other day of something with him, and it was like some guitar you'd like <laughs> never heard of. And he's still there, of course. His face is looking older and more haggard, but the hair exactly the same. The nineteen eighties <laughs> poofy mullet still there. Uh, style. Do you do you think there's something with um going back to uh, you know psychedelia and uh, festivals and whatnot? Something with that that also ties in with notions of like uh, libertarianism and anti-authority. Oh. For me, sure. I mean, I I don't know about everybody, but yeah, for me, sure. Uh, you know, fuck the police. That was always kind of a a thing. You know, I've I've I was. Never want to shy away from doing something that seemed fun just because it was illegal, right. you know. Uh, I mean, nothing like off the chain or hurt anybody, you know. But I mean, I, I certainly have had a uh, nationwide uh, graffiti career, <laughs> so you know, there's there's that, uh, you know, some legitimate and uh, most of it not, you know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, for me, certainly some of that was was you know, damn the man. Right. Let me try some of this stuff, but you know, like once you have your first like, I mean, not just psychedelic experience. I, I don't think this happened to me on my first go round, but it, it didn't take long for you know you take a big enough dose and you have a spiritual experience. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, so I, I, yeah, maybe that came from my early libertarian leanings. I mean, I looking back on my life, I. I I think I was a libertarian always. I just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Didn't know anything about it. You, you, you know what I mean? It just kind of, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, leave me alone. Kind of libertarianism has been pretty much my entire life. You know what I mean? Like I keep to myself. Yeah. Pretty, you know, just doing my thing. You do your thing. So yeah, maybe. I don't know. I <laughs> wish more people would. I mean, I I, I, don't, I don't really like pulled the party. I'm, I'm not like a member of the libertarian party or anything. But, I mean... What do you, what do you think the, uh, the appeal is nowadays with this, like, the, the trend of authoritarianism? Like, it, it seems to be, like, and, which it, it, it baffles me as somebody who's, like, like, again, like, I'm out here in the woods, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and sort of, like, outside looking in and people are, like, saying, like, you know, we're here, like, the revolution is here and we're sponsored by Pepsi. And like you know, yeah. like Starbucks. I'm I'm being facetious, Pepsi. I know they listen to every show, so you know. Right, right. Yeah, please sponsor me, Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no, like what like what do you why do you think that is that like authoritarianism now seems to be cool, or that it seems to be like the normal thing, and it's like absolutely not normal. I don't, I, I don't know. I, it, it's, it, it's like, is authoritarian the new punk rock? I don't get it, dude. I, I, I really don't. 
I can't stand people telling me what to do. Like, ever. Like, ever. I mean, to the point where I'm surprised I'm not fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, I clash with my boss all the time. You know, like, just over... You know what I mean? I, I have a great relationship with my boss. But, I, you know, but it's just like... All, all these people that just... I, where does that notion come from that not only is our idea... I don't know, in their minds, it's better than your idea, obviously, but the, the mandate to impose it on you? Like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I'm not trying to impose anything on anybody. You know what I mean? So it's like I can't relate. It's weird. It's bizarre. Do you think maybe it's one of these things where nothing else has sort of worked for these people and they find themselves destitute? As, uh not necessarily like financially destitute. I mean, we live in America for Pete's sake, but at this point where they feel their life has become so stagnant that they're like, well, the the only thing left to do is to just join, I mean, join the mob, and you know, we'll. I, I I feel like I get it more of like 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 the younger kids, right? Like younger than us, say that came up entirely raised by a, a device. You know what I mean? Uh, and so, like, even like they they've never had. Like what you and I had, like, you know, growing up through the 80s and 90s where, you know, like at home meant you, you didn't know what your friends were doing. If you wanted to know what your friends were doing, you had to like go across town. You know what I mean? Like you had to get your parents involved. Somebody had to start the car. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what your friends were doing ever. We had you to know, make plans. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> but, but these kids, are, they're always connected all the time. Games are connected all the time. Uh, social media. I mean, even like stuff like... I'm just, I'm not into it, but even stuff like, you know, playing video games and Xbox and PlayStation, all that stuff. People are always talking to each other. They're never alone. <coughs> and so, I don't know, maybe it's just the collective, you know? It's like such a lack of independent will, maybe, that they can't conceive of any other way. It's the... Uh, I don't know. The, uh, the, it, com the comfort of normalcy, I guess, it, with that, but... Sure. I mean, to me, it's, like I said, because it's so... Unnormal to me. It, right. It's it's like I, I I feel like it's like a disease or something. It needs to be like diagnosed. You know, it's like what's wrong with you people? Like I don't know. I I, I can't. Like I was I was having this conversation with my dad. You know, who, who's a uh, I love talking to him. Super smart dude. Yeah, but uh, talking about like it makes a lot of this stuff makes sense to me if you were just like oh people are evil. Okay, sure. So they want to take over the world and they want to tell you what to do with your life and they want to just rule everything because they're fucking evil. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure, it makes sense that way. It seems like a super oversimplification of things. Right. You know, so I don't want to go all the way that far. It's like it's just evil, but certainly some people are evil. Well, yeah, but and I mean... Even certainly some people are influenced by evil. So, I mean, I you can't rule all of that out either. But I, I, I don't know. Like, like I said, that, that desire to impose... Like, like... I still have friends out in California, and I, I get into this with them all the time because they're super, super liberal people, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what makes you think that life in L.A. has anything to do with my life in Lanier County? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so like that, I don't, I, I, I just can't jive on. I don't get it. I, I, I just don't like the slogans of everything, mm -hmm. like this hive mind stuff where it's like, Bro, these aren't your ideas. You yeah. you you literally just copy and paste. And I know because yeah. we've all been copying and pasting and sharing other people's ideas rather than our own for years now. 
And it's conditioned, I think, a lot of people's brains into reacting that way, too, where it's like, okay, well, what's the... Where, where's the answer for this? Or You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I, I was listening to a, a Jordan Peterson uh, lecture not long ago, and he was, he was talking about, do you think in words or do you think in pictures? You know, and it, there was some, you know, some debate about, you know, how people process it. I think the next, I, I think these people were talking about thinking memes. Like, I don't even think that they, they string thought together. I, I think it's just this, then that, and, and one can be diametrically opposed to the other, but whatever is the most current in the frontal lobe is what yeah. they go on or something. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, that's the thing that, like... I guess um, no matter if you're looking at the horseshoe diagram, the fringe fringes of the uh, horseshoe spectrum, or if it's the um, you know the X Y plot graph, and you've got sure. libertarian at the bottom and sure. socialism and capitalism, and then authoritarianism at the top. So I, I tend to be like I don't give a shit about the anarcho communists. They want to get land, start their commune, smoke their weed, and have their orgies and farm and all that. Let them. <laughs> yeah, this is America. You can totally exploit. Yeah. Like that's what this yeah. country is designed to do. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, there's some people, man, with um, and f- some friends of mine that are out in California, where it's like every argument they say is just they're these slogans. Yeah. Where it's just like I'll point something out and they'll just be like like a cab. I'm like, well, that's just silly. All cops are bastards. All yeah. cops are yeah. bastards. What, what? I mean, fuck the government. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Fuck authority. But like, I've been in situations before where I needed a police officer, yes. and I was really happy that yes. I could call nine one one and with our social police force, <laughs> right? Not have to worry about like, right. can I afford to hire private security? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like this. This nonsense, it's no different than, uh, you'll have people on the right that are just like, like well, all liberals, all they want is to just, you know, usher in pedophiles into America and bring down the fall of, you know, Christian society. It's like, I mean, maybe some of them, sure, but all of all, them? Yeah, all, all of like, them? Let's, let's quit with the uh, was hyperbole, you know, and just, just making everything just superlative. It is the worst president ever. It is the last mate. I don't know. It's just it's the most important. It just everything is just like so dialed up to eleven all the time. Yeah, it's well, it's. Well, and I don't think people are even like listening. So like those <laughs> folks agreed. I'm talking about, like on the right, that are just like. Like, well, everybody that disagrees with me, they, they have to be, like, you know, like, pro-pedophilia and, like, like want to usher in <coughs> Marxism in America. Right. No, again, like, there's people in that sect that want that. And then folks on the left where they'll try to say, like, well, Trump supporters are just racist rednecks. I know because I've been around racist rednecks. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so have I. What about the black Trump supporters? Yeah. What about the Latino and uh, Cubano and Hispanic Trump supporters? Well, you know look, what I mean? Look, look around here. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody around, but I mean, I basically feel like I live in Trump country. I mean, you know, buckle of the Bible Belt. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, and so like when people are like, "All oh, these people are racist and horrible," I'm like, "You who? My grandparents? <laughs> like, they're, no, they're not." I'm like. Mm, no, they're, they're not. I'm like, who are you talking about? All these people that go to church three, four times a week? The, these are the people that you have identified as the problem? Yeah. Like, oh, come on, man. Like, people aren't asking why people 
our our voting a certain way. Like like not to keep being a dead horse for uh, you know my audience, but like I don't give a shit who you vote for. Like as long as you, or if you even vote, as long as you know why you're doing it. If you have your reasons for why you're doing it, sure. Then like I'm all about it. I got my reasons of why I'm gonna vote for certain things and like certain people. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit what anybody's opinion is on that. It's not gonna sway me. Yeah. So like I like people talk about like the wasted vote. Well, the wasted vote is if you haven't read a book ever. The wasted vote <laughs> is if you have not heard anything that wasn't <coughs> packed down your throat by network news. That's a wasted vote. You didn't look that up. Like just these these bubbles that people live in. You know what it's like if 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 you are uneducated, it's your civic duty to not vote. You know what I mean? It's like don't go inflicting your ignorance on the rest of the I mean, we're the strongest country in the world. You're inflicting your ignorance on the world. Not even just the people around you. The world. <laughs> Reverb, echo, the world, the world, the world. You know? Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I mean, you know, it's like, you don't know shit about politics. You don't, like, it amazes me, like, the people that I remember personally that, like, slept through civics class mm-hmm. that suddenly have opinions. You know what I mean? It's like you didn't even get the foundational understanding of what we're talking about. Which is why you have all these people that are like angry. Well, why doesn't the president go and do this? Because that's not a federal power. Yeah. You're like, why does the president just march through Portland and take out the riots? Because that's not a federal power. Yeah. Do you want to live in the country where the president can just send the thugs? Yeah. Hell to the no. Sounds, like, sounds a little fascistic to me. Exactly. And so it's like... People don't even understand what's going on. They don't even understand who's responsible. It's just, uh, it's frustrating. You know what I mean? Like, like the it's it's like the burden of uh, of knowledge, I guess. You know, the the opposite of ignorance is bliss. You know, the the knowledge is a burden at times because you have to deal with all the ignorant people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like oh. and ignorant in the uh, literal sense, as in to ignore data. Yeah. Like, not as in, yeah. like, well, they're of light. He's saying they're stupid. No, 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 no. Saying that if you are presented with information and you say, well, I don't care about that information because it conflicts with my worldview. Yeah. That's being ignorant. Like, digging in your heels. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to die on this hill. It's like, well, okay, I'm not going to die, so, so enjoy your hill. It's a bad hill. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's the right hill, bro. Like, you ever heard of soil liquefaction? That, that <laughs> sucker's just going to sink. It's a bad hill, yeah. you know? But I I don't know. What is the hill? Well, I mean, it, for, I for different people, it's different things. I, again, so I think it all depends on what it boils down to. Now, personally, I don't like the idea of um, and a... Uh, uh, a cigar, or I think it's how you pronounce his name, from uh, The Hill Rising. He's a, he had something, a video on Instagram where he was talking about the problem with letting political parties control um, uh, aspects of a, a wedge argument, for lack of a better term. So, for example, blue team is pro-choice, red team is pro-life, red team is pro-gun, Blue team is pro-gun control. Right. You know what I mean? So he was saying that it's a dangerous way to sort of guide our political parties yeah. towards a, trying to be a progressive future. Yeah. Which everybody wants a progressive future. But there's no choice. You know? 
like there's you, you, there has to be a progressive future. There, there's no choice. Like yeah. you can't stop progress. It's like one of the oldest phrases that we use. I mean, like come on, man. Like there's 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 truth in the ancient wisdom. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and how? Yeah, come on, man. Like it's gonna happen. Like yeah, it, it, that's a funny one to me too. You know, like I'm always like, okay, aren't the conservatives supposed to be like small government people? Why do they push the war on drugs then? Yeah. Like that that to me is just so flipped. And there's a lot of things that are like that. To me, that are just like that, that, even the game is messed up. They're not conservative and liberal. They t- they cherry pick both of them, and oh, they're yeah. just different brands, kind of of the same authoritarian desire to tell you what to do with your life. Yeah, I, I think it a, sucks. I think a, a a true patriot is uh, not defined solely by a uh, uh, military service or anything like that. Uh, but as far as like even like on a uh, civilian level, it's somebody that supports liberty. Mm-hmm. That you know, for for people, um, you know, all the the idea that like everybody has equal access to the Constitution, to our Bill of Rights. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you're you're right. When you look at like something like the war on drugs and mass incarceration of drug offenders, you kind of have to look at the Republican Party and be, be like, weren't you about abolishing people in chains? Yeah. That's how you started. Yeah. Like. They're, in in one hundred years, they did a, a like not a one eighty, but like a ninety degree turn from where their values originated from. Oh yeah, like you, you see all these guys right now on TV that are uh, you know bashing Joe Biden for the ninety four crime bill. You see a lot of re- old Republican senators shutting the fuck up right now too, don't you? <laughs> you know they're probably like, voted for that. Right? Like, Please don't bring up who voted for that. <laughs> <laughs> don't show the roll call now. <clears throat> and they're like, yeah, screw you guys. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. It's it's uh it's two brands of the same authoritarian. That's that's what, what, which boot do you want on your neck, the right or the left? Oh you know, like, well, <laughs> I've had the right one for a while now. Let's try the left. Let's try the left boot. Yeah, yeah. maybe it, maybe maybe that is the yeah. rationale with some people, where it's just like I just want something different. It's like, well, we're in something different right now. Right. You just don't like that. The person that was the catalyst for it wasn't for the left side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. Every president in in my lifetime, at least, has had opportunity to break free from this. Even though I didn't know it as a child or a twenty-something-year-old, but this this banking cartel, this cabal from Rome, <laughs> every one of them has had the opportunity to be like, let's take some steps. Right. So again, to prepare for the future where we can be rid of this and have autonomy again. Right. And every one of them, until this illustrious orange bastard got in, has furthered this sort of globalist banking cartel agenda. Yeah. As far as like, well, if we side with the guys that want to conquer the world, we can make a lot. A lot. And now they again they believe in trickle down economics, right? So they can justify it and be like, well, it's going to be good for the country too. If I make money, it'll be good for everybody yeah, else. absolutely, yeah. And that, that whole global scheme of things, and I mean, like these are the reasons. Like when you look behind some of these conflicts that we've been in, you know, it's like Noriega didn't want anything to do with like the U.S. dollar. You mm-hmm. know, recently what was the guy Assad. Try you know try to get rid of the U.S. dollar. You know, it's like Gaddafi. Gaddafi, yeah, that, Gaddafi. That's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah. Like, you know, it's... The, um, I don't think a lot of folks uh, really appreciate what it took to set this country up 
And not as far as like, yeah, yeah, people died, war, whatever. No, 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 no. The the steps in the in like our constitution and our go- how we govern ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, th- there's a lot of planning that went into this as far as okay, well, absolute power corrupts men absolutely, mm-hmm. right? And I I believe in that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so over time, it's one of these things where. It's kind of like a, a a house that's dilapidated and you're renovating it. So as you're fixing it up, there's more stuff <laughs> you find. Apart. Yeah, that you're like, okay, now we have to yeah. fix this and fix this. So whilst that has all gone on, for some reason, uh, starting with the Reagan administration, we start seeing, like, it's like, okay, well, everybody gets rich in the Reagan administration. Everybody, mm. the economy's doing really well. Booming. And, yeah. <laughs> And then this same cartel stays in power for, you know, uh, 36 years. Yeah. 36 years, this, like, one group, this one crime family mm. essentially gets in. And then when a new crime family comes in, they're just like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. It's, the worst. It, it, it basically is all cartels and crime families. I mean, like, that, that's, that's, I mean. That's the name of the game. That's how the world has been It's just what played. it is, always. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we have a, we have a better system. Then, ha- then has kind of restrained, I don't just unbridled power in the past, you know? Like, certainly the American system has been awesome. I mean, it's held up. Uh, I mean, uh, it's it's most formidable foe at this point might be social media. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, it's, they, you know, who, it's like the one thing that, that has happened that, you know, couldn't be foreseen, you know, kind of thing that, that just somebody completely takes over... It, the distribution of information basically and slants it. Yeah. You know, ba- basically the constitution stood up to everything else. Yeah. Except big tech. Except big tech. And so that's why I actually, this, th- I think this one's a big deal that, you know, uh, like right now where we're at, like if we don't, something has to happen with the big tech. It like, it absolutely has to, like, I, I don't know if people are still unaware of all the censoring and stuff like that, but it's just run amok. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. thing with them, like, uh, it doesn't even have to do with the story to me, but them, like, blocking out, like, the New York Post, which is, like, the fourth, what is it, the fourth largest paper in circulation or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and, and one of the uh, oldest, oldest in yeah. circulation. And, and, and we're not we're not talking about Alex Jones or yeah, uh, nothing uh, like that. the Young Turks or any of this. about the New York fucking this. Post. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like... Most people don't know newspapers from places they don't live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows the New York Post. It's been in so many movies. You know, I mean, it, 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 it's all these things. You know, you always see those images of it. You know, the cover of the New York Post. You know, and the extra, extra. You know, and the kid cutting the strap off the newspapers. New York Post, and all. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't see how they can do that. You know, like I, there was the the uh, you know, uh, what's his name. Uh, Ted Cruz uh, was talking to the guy, Jack Dorsey, you know, the, the head of uh, uh, Twitter. Right. And he was like, who the hell elected you? It was a great moment. You know, he was like, who the hell elected you? What makes you think that you can even do this? You know, so like, I, hopefully something is done about it. I mean, clearly there are people that are looking at this issue, but I think uh, when the right people look at it in time, I mean, there's like a tipping point here where it's just, you can't, you know what I mean? Like a point right. of no return, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, Personally, and, uh, and again, you guys vote for whoever you want, but I personally, I don't think that's going to get solved if uh, the left side of the aisle takes control of the White House. Definitely not. 
Like that's yeah, that's where definitely. I'm at. And that's not even me with my bias against the DNC as an institution. Right. I'm just saying in the present tense, aside from the myriad of you know things that mm-hmm. I think they're also fucking up on on this big one in particular, the First Amendment. Like I think that they will encourage this type of Orwellian sort of woke uh, ideology to be like, all right, well, um, not only is it is at the point where they're doing it with rhetoric, but now like. Uh, uh, Kaylee McEnany, the uh, a White House press secretary, she's booted from huh. Twitter. I didn't know that from one. from sharing uh, the New York Post uh, article about uh, this uh, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. And the thing is, dude, it ain't stopping them from releasing more info. Right, like they're continuously releasing more info. Yeah. So it it, it whether you think that uh, the Biden family is good or bad. It is not looking good when they're continuously releasing more of this information under the this censorship that's going on. And it's fucking disgusting, man. Like it is. It, it's if they're platforms and not publishers, I, I get that. Like like because they can't be sued for libel, you know, for publishing something that's you know, somebody else says. You I'm know, okay or, with that. Yeah, that's fine. But you have to hold up the constitution. Like yeah. these companies are given like special grants and like like money essentially from the government. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they work hand in hand. So why why are I don't like Ted Cruz, but he brings up a good point. Why are right they able, yeah. why are they able to be the authority here and it's under the guise of well it's a private company? Yeah. Well they're they're not acting in the private sector. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're I, I they're mean, trying to influence this election. And if we don't solve this problem in like this next four years somehow then uh i think that uh 2024 that is it yeah like exactly. that's it that's it it's just it's toast yeah mm-hmm. you you get what they stuff down your throat yeah and that's it and right? no matter if it, it it doesn't matter what's yeah. trending you're right because if they're the gatekeepers they're going to notice when things are trending back to the left or to the right and they're going to adjust their algorithms. Sure. They're going to adjust their marketing campaigns. Sure. They're going to adjust which celebrities they're telling uh, or uh, putting in your uh, screen. In oh, the yeah. House. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's only like six or seven media companies. That's it. Yeah. Isn't that freaky? Yeah. Isn't that freaky? Like, I remember hearing that years ago, and that freaked me out. And I remember also years ago, prior to, uh, like, social media... I remember telling somebody, I might have even written this in a school newspaper in high school for crying out loud, um, that like the, the, the scariest phrase I knew was news entertainment. Yeah. And that was back talking about like entertainment tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? That yeah. was talking about like TMZ. Like we didn't even like, yeah, all of these media, like finger quotes, media outlets like Huffington Post, I'm looking at you. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that only exist because of social media. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm so, I'm confused. But like everything I see around me, I'm confused unless I look at it through the lens of these people are evil and trying to take over. <laughs> yeah, which, which is the lens you want to avoid, I, Yes, right? yeah, exactly. As a rational person, I'm like, ah, I really don't like this polarity. Those people are evil. You know what I mean? I don't want to be that guy. But but damn, I, I, I don't think it's, it's really so much the, like the machinations of like individuals as it's just kind of this just like... 
uh, what do they call it? The uh, I heard this phrase with the uh, uh, the the military industrial complex is a self-licking ice cream cone. Mm. So I think that's kind of where we are. I think we need, we need to start like acknowledging that there's like a media informational complex or something that's also happening. Yeah, you know, it's like they're feeding you this data, which is then. I, I don't know, disseminating through society and it's causing people to do things and so they're seeking out more of this data and so it's just like this, it's ugly dude it's like, I, I don't know what it is it's a bad loop of some sort that we need I, real bad I think, and this may not be a popular opinion, that's okay, a really popular man <laughs> I think a potential solution is um, we need to uh Break up the country into smaller chunks. Yeah, something to be said for that. I think um, it's a uh, three hundred million people. Oh, more than that. Like that—that's just citizenry. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. That's just like, that's yeah. not residents. Citizenry. That's not folks yeah. hiding out. That's not visitors. It's, that's uh, just the citizenry. It's untenable. I mean, it. it I, I don't see how you can expect that many people to all be cohesive at all times it's kind of ridiculous really when you think about it yeah we're not even designed like you know i lived near uh, philly for like four years and like that city as far as like what i was seeing was going on like last night like is like this seems to be what the new trend will be is that anytime the cops kill somebody no matter what they're doing if they're brandishing a weapon or not if they kill somebody the city's gonna riot and the police will be told to stand down and not do anything. Fuck that. I don't want to live in that world, man. No. Like, that shit sucks. No. Like, that, that's a nightmare. Like, I don't think these people realize what... I hope they don't realize what... Because, I mean, if these people do realize what they're doing, then I gotta stick with evil, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so it's like, yeah, yeah. Shit. Shit. So it's like, I'm hoping that you're an idiot. I'm hoping that all these people are useful idiots... That aren't actually going to vote, I guess is what I'm hoping. I don't even know what to hope. I, I, like, I think I think folks that are, they're like like these folks were like looting and like even like yeah. eleven people, eleven looters got shot by other looters. Yeah, got their shit that they yeah. stole. Yeah, just think about the guy who was like loading the car yeah. and then got carjacked and yeah. shot yeah. for shit that wasn't even his. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, dude, you you win twenty twenty, bud. Yeah, it's, like, it's like the the guy that uh, uh what's his name Kyle Rittenhouse uh, uh killed, and where he was like in his face like earlier that night saying you know shoot me shoot me and okay that story he manifested that very, yes he, he manifested that reality for himself and, and that, that went after it yeah and that is now the story of him mm-hmm. that's it yeah done yeah yeah this this guy I mean. Because, like, from what I, I know of him, you know what I mean? It was just in the little bit of media that covers that kind of stuff. He was, like, a dirtbag anyway, wasn't he? Like, a yeah, child yeah. molester or something Yeah, like he, that? he had, like, uh, some uh, uh, child sex crime uh, in his past or something like that. But, you, so, know, you know what's so, weird is, like... And a, now you die assaulting a minor. Yeah. Like, that is the story. You're absolutely right. That yeah. is the story of that guy's life. Yeah. You hurt children and you died in the street. Yeah. That's the story of his life. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, I was at a uh, I was at a wedding two weekends ago, something like that. Um, and uh, this guy, 
I'm, this this may take a minute. I apologize for the long time. Right. I mean, I, I've got nothing to do. Right, I'm, I'm spinning yarn, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this guy, it's like a, the, the after party for the wedding. So, you know, like I'm still somewhat in my wedding clothes, but not not all of them. You know what I mean? So we like, have popped the top button mm-hmm. and got the... The bow tie hanging. The bow tie was still on. Oh. But, uh, you know, the shirt like had Chip been Chippendale style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the uh, <laughs> the uh, dad bod uh, edition of Chippendales. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Dad bod Chippendales is on the loose. Anyway. Um, yeah, forget that. I'm here for the mothers. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> Lady. I'm, I'm cougar hunting tonight. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, uh... This guy was there, uh, we were uh, staying out at this lodge uh, somewhere out in Cook County, like off, a, off of a dirt road, beautiful starry night, you know, no light pollution or anything like that, nice. like be a, you know, a good, good night for uh, sure. you know, stargazing and whatnot. Sure, sure. Um, but this, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the bride and groom, they had went and retired for the evening and, uh, you know, understandably, so we're outside, got a little fire going and, you know, just... Enjoy ourselves. And this guy, he's ranting for angrily. Yeah, it's at a wedding. It's a celebration. He's ranting <laughs> angrily about like QAnon stuff for like two hours. <laughs> and everybody is slowly going away. And like you know, me into conspiracies and whatnot. I'm like I'm, I'm chilling. So I I I I'm trying to keep him away from everybody else. You know, because he is Debbie Downer. <laughs> And Take one for the team. And yeah, er, set the yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, sleep with any of the bridesmaids or anything like that. I'm, I'm just enjoying myself. I'm like, oh, this guy needs a friend, you know. <laughs> the, these folks over here, they don't want to be his friend right now. <laughs> right, right. They right. listen to enough QAnon stuff. Where they're like, like, yeah, I'm gonna go in. That doesn't take much. (laughs) Yeah, but so like he had like sell this stuff, and he's like, uh, and like I'm chiming in with like, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that's true. This this part, no, no, no. I that that's not true, sir. (laughs) You know what I mean? But (laughs) he's just there and you know, drunk, and he's you know stumbling and slurring and blah blah blah, blah, and it, it sort of quieted down a little bit, and um. You know, I had uh, I had told him I was like I was like, hey man, like uh, you know I just uh, I need you to listen to me for one second. He's like he's like, oh I know I know. I'm like no no you don't know. <laughs> you have to be quiet for for just a little bit because I want to tell you something and I need <laughs> you to be quiet. Uh, Grant, I had listened to him for like two hours now at this right. point. So like he was like, all right, you know. And I told him he's holding a beer. I'm like I'm like that is a crutch. I was like, you are weak. This alcohol in your hand makes you weak. How many friends? You've lost a friend before? You have friends that died? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what would they think if they had your life that you've spent all this time guzzling alcohol (laughs) and making yourself low and vibrational and weak and vulnerable? And he's like, oh, well, I don't know. I was like, I think you can do better with your life. And I think you can transcend this. And guess what? Whenever you first try to stop, you're going to feel impotent. You're going to feel weak. You're going to feel cowardly. You're going to feel shame. And I can see him start, like, tearing up, like, like crying. You're getting somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And again, the folks that are, they're partying, they can't hear because I'm talking to them in, like, this voice. And I made a connection with this. I'm like, like, they want you to feel weak just like how you feel angry about, like, the stuff you see about Biden in the news. <laughs> like, 
like that sort of anger is like you can transcend that too because you don't need this alcohol but check this out I can see your vulnerability and your weakness. I could fucking destroy you right now if I wanted to, but I don't want to. Instead, I want to bring you a message of love and <laughs> kindness and let you know that this alcohol in your hands is making you a bitch and you need to make life your bitch and your life isn't over. Your <laughs> life isn't over what? You think because you're middle-aged, you're done, that it's your golden years are behind you? Motherfucker, you have life to live still. Where are you at in 20 years from now? You're going to be just a sad, impotent fuck? You don't want to <laughs> be a sad, impotent fuck. You want to be somewhere like, like resounding. And all it took was, I even finished off, I was, like, I was like, maybe my whole purpose for being at this wedding tonight was to talk to you <laughs> and to bring you this message. But, like, he, he listened. And, like, just from me, just, like, having to... Just because I know about conspiracies and, like, was able to read the room and be like, all right, this guy's sort of gravitating to where all the people mm -hmm. are. I'm going to... I'll sit here and, like, talk to him. But, like, I put a spark in that mind, uh, that man's brain, you know, to make him Good do something you. better. You Good know? on you. Good on you. Save a life, man. Yeah. I think that's that's the secret though is incremental change. Sure. Right. Sure. So like if 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 all you you have to be able to listen to somebody if they if you can tell they need somebody to listen to them a lot a lot of times like even kids that you know turn violent either towards themselves or towards you know uh, their fellow students or something mm -hmm. like this a lot of times it's because they didn't have somebody that was willing to listen to them. Right. You know. And that just goes on and on, and you just get this cycle of low vibration, and you just you hate yourself because you're not doing anything, and then you feel sorry for yourself, and then you just drown it all with bad drugs. It's sad to think how much of that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? That's like the story of the year, isn't it? I mean... Well, maybe not the, uh, the bad drugs, but definitely like the, um, you know, the nobody's listening, yeah. you know, to other people. It, everything's just sort of... Choose your side, and we'll explain later. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't like those optics or those options. Yeah, that you know? sucks. I, I don't want to live that way. Fuck no, dude. I'm not doing that. Fuck no. I, uh, yeah, I'm opting out. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not living that way, man. I'm just not. It's one thing I can say, like, I'm very, very happy to live in the buckle of the Bible Belt in 2020. Because almost everyone that I encounter is just sort of like, like, man, that's some bullshit. I don't even care. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And when somebody is sick, everybody is really understanding. And maybe, like, same way, like, maybe one out of four persons in the South is just an open bigot. You have one out of four persons in the South that, with this uh, COVID 2020 lockdown, that just has apocalypse fever. And they're just like, end times yeah. are coming, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I think also with, like, a lot of conspiracy theories, too, you know, like, that kind of thinking attracts a lot of kind of paranoid, kind of schizophrenia kind of types, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so, I mean, now that the whole country is locked down, these people are like, this is what we've been training for. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's go time, you know? So, it's... Uh, I, had a, I had a fair amount of friends this year, uh, you know, hit me up after, you know, because I kind of became sort of ostracized a couple of years ago. And the, the conspiracies uh, definitely don't help, no. you know. No. But then, like, you know, 2020 happens, they'll, like, reach out and be like, Hey, so um, what, what do you know about um, mm -hmm. you know, some of this uh, 
the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, not not a whole lot, but here's some here's some good people to listen to. Yeah. Or that come up. I mean, come to your own conclusions. But then I'll also have folks hit me up and be like, I had no idea that everyone in Hollywood was fucking children. <laughs> it's like, well, I hope not. But I don't. I don't think everyone. <laughs> like, again, these broad brushes aren't really helping. Yeah, that doesn't help anybody. Like I said, painting with the broad brush. But again, you you have to on a country this size, or, or people feel they have to. Well, yeah, because it goes back to what you said. Like, do you really think? how shit is done in L.A. is going to work here in the swamps. <laughs> like L.A. L.A. <laughs> um, I live in L.A. L.A. Yeah, I, I did a year in L.A. I'm good. Or I lived in Santa Monica. It was expensive. <laughs> you know, it was, it was cool. I'm glad I did it. You know, I could say I was an L.A. chef for a while. That was cool. But I just I just think that it's... I don't know if secession is what needs to happen <laughs> as far as like like what whatever is happening with the West and the left. Mm-hmm. And I, by left, I don't mean like liberalism or anything. I just mean like the left, you know, these leftists that like maybe that is the solution that they either need their own state or their own country. But then what worries me is that kind of the same way with this. A woke ideology mm-hmm. is well what happens then if they become imperialistic right. and they're like the whole world needs to be woke now right you know then you have nazism all over again all you know over again. i think it's so funny that these people that are constantly pointing at other people talking about you're a nazi are, act like nazis most of the time yeah. you're like wait a minute buddy <laughs> you know like slow your roll man like i don't know man i i i like I said, I, I, I still try to keep to myself, and I, but I, I I don't like to admit this, but I'm actually afraid kind of right now. I mean, like, not like I'm like living in fear, but you know what I mean? Like there's this background fear mm-hmm. to this because how far is this going to go? Yeah. Is this the end? You know? Like that's, that's my it's unnerving. big question. Yeah, it's unnerving. Like how, how far are these people really going to push this? Like you mentioned a minute ago, uh, if this election goes left, it's going to get real ugly. Mm-hmm. When people start making threats, I tend to believe them. I, I'd, I'd rather you disprove yourself than me not believe you and be the one at fault. You know what I mean? Right. And the things that these people are threatening to do, if you believe them, then this is bad news. You know? Bad news. I mean, we're, we're talking about like fundamental dismantling of... Everything essentially. There's, I mean, like, there's everything. even uh, ideas now that like the Constitution needs to be abolished. Yeah. Like that's the most ridiculous shit I ever heard in my life. With the exception, of, well, the no, I actually I don't think there is an exception. I think that's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Abolish the Constitution. Yeah. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> because it's time for a new idea. It's like you guys. You haven't started by like getting like people together to vote these people in, like that. So you're literally trying to have an authoritarian government set. Yeah. Well, it's like, do you realize like, that this document is what's allowing you to say this against your government? <laughs> Correct. Like, and, and do you realize that the whole world followed this model? That this was the first one. And what is it? There's only like three countries left that don't actually have a constitution or something, but it's 
small amount. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Especially compared to the uh, the 18th century and what was going on yeah. in the world, you know? I mean, this was the first, and now there's basically none left that don't. I mean, this is important. You know when people talk, oh, we need to change the system. No, you just need to work within the system and, you know, work for your goals. Well, I th- like, I think people are frustrated because, like, we can't get anything done. That's kind of the point. That's how brilliant this system was set up. It's hard to do anything. Yeah. Because look at the tr- catastrophe that would happen if it was easy to do shit. Like, seriously. These people are ready to push the button, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and some of them, I, I just, just the whole, the double standards, the just everything, like, I, I don't want to see this divided country. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, Cause it can't go anywhere good. That can't go anywhere good. No, it's like civil war. Oh, that's the top of the list of shit I don't want to live through. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like no, or, same. Or, or die in either. You know, like I, yeah, I, I don't really have a choice on the dying matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I man, I don't want that to go down. God, I don't want that to go down. Like, I feel that if. Okay, so four scenarios of the uh, election, like that I'm about to that I'm about to give. Three of them, I believe. Okay. One of them, I will, I will not buy it, and I'll believe that this is truly rigged and America's done. Okay. Um, if Biden narrowly wins, if Trump narrowly wins, or if Trump wins in a landslide. I can believe all of those based on what I've seen developing online over the past four years. Right. If Biden wins in a landslide. Bullshit. 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 Yeah. Do not buy it at all. Yeah. I, I, the, the further this year has gone on and the more trauma that like, like all of us have gone through, but you know, just personally speaking that I've gone through, I'm starting to believe with, with, more tangible data that all of this, all of this is something that is set up because of Donald Trump being the president. I know that sounds stupid and conspiratorial, but my rationale behind that is what I think, again, about this this banking cabal that Ronald Reagan brought in in 1980. Again, it takes a long time to change things in mm-hmm. this country. Mm-hmm. They had set up a more or less what looks like a 40-year plan to usher in the new world order yep. and have the one world government mm-hmm. wherein the uh, what the G7, right? All of the different heads of the these particular nations will rule over areas that they have split up. So I think there's 11 areas in total that they have. So they have been setting all this up, and then uh, in comes the game show host with the, with the potty mouth, and it's a uh, wrench in the spokes. So how do they react? Well, they throw on the brakes on the wheels of progress. Yeah. We haven't seen as much get done in the past four years as what was brought to the table because nobody's listening to the right side of the aisle just because the left authoritarians are saying, you can't do that. You can't work with these people. If you work with them, then you are one of them. And you look at every other uh, ideology that they have 
pushed out, whether it's wokeism or uh, uh, Saul Linsky, where he talked about uh, 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 partisanism and polarizing mm-hmm. things, or the uh, Antifa fascism that they uh, push through. Like, like all this stuff is connected deeply to left authoritarianism and Marxism. Yeah. Like this idea of like... Oh, the, the, the keyword, Marxism. Uh, most of these people that feel this way picked, picked a lot of this up in, in academia. And I don't understand how Marxism has this pull to people that think they're smart. It, I, I, I don't get it because you're not smart. Well, no, because if you're into this, but I don't understand why people that think they're smart, people that that feel that they intelligentsia is where they belong, or academia, or any of it, are drawn to this garbage ideology, and that's where all of this comes from. Is this just this? Let's divide people into subcategories. Let's create uh, racial tension. Let's create class tension. You know, let's let, let's get back to. I, I mean. Or the, no, the notion that all you all you are, your worth is just your labor, like that's yeah. It's like get the hell out of here, and that you can't, you know, like you're, we're gonna we're gonna subdivide you by you know like your race and your class, and that's it. And your any opinion you have outside of that is invalid. Yeah, and will negate. Like like come on, who wants to live this way? What is wrong with these people? I think it's because they've been sold. Uh, atheistic nihilism for so long and that has of course no purpose right mm-hmm. but then you uh, introduce the idea of collectivism mm-hmm. into them and then you have like, like like oh this this is what i've been waiting for so you swap out allah or jesus and you you substitute in karl marx uh, ideology yeah. you know what i mean oh yeah it's a religious fervor with these people mm-hmm but if you try to talk with them just about like, okay, so let's ignore the hundred million that died from genocide and famine due to this ideology in the 20th century. Let's just say that that, that was a mistake, yeah. that the abacus was just off a little bit and the numbers are just like greatly exaggerated. Right. Why has this ideology never prospered? Like Not else once. Yeah. And people will use the uh, notion of like, well, government involvement in uh, you know South America and Central America – Fine. If we take that into consideration, fine. But this is only one hemisphere. Right. And at the time when that was going on, there was a real threat from Russia and during the Cold War. And that these democratically elected governments over here would capitulate to the authoritarians mm-hmm. of uh, communist Russia and Maoist China. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's it's a very complex and nuanced uh, uh uh, thing history you know and whenever you just sort of put on these rose-colored glasses and mighty fine how the the communist flag just you know just looks beautiful in rose-colored yeah, I, glasses I, I don't understand yeah the the amount of people that claim to be into socialism or communism and know nothing about it yeah it's like okay talk to me about the Khmer rouge you know, like, let's, you know, talk about the killing fields and tell me why that won't apply to your version. And they're like, what are you talking about? You'd be like, that's why I can't listen to you. <laughs> you. You know what I mean? It's like, go read a damn book. It's like, I feel like that's my catchphrase with people. It's go read a damn book, crying out loud. Like, I don't know. So it's, 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 it's like a... These people are caught up in the... I mean, if collectivism is part of your ideology, then of course you want to be a part of... Something, yeah, and so I mean, it's just it just go with the flow. I mean, is it as simple as go with the flow mentality? Is it as simple as just 
heard. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, this is what they told me. It must be true. You know what I mean? Just like cattle shoot. Just, you know what I mean? Just blinders on. Just like. Well, in nature, you know, know, those in nature with with the animal kingdom, those who don't conform get eaten. Right? So. Uh, Yeah. But we are um, uh, a highly evolved species that is more than animal. And if you look at how our species operates, it's those who don't conform that push humanity forward, right? Yeah, yeah. Outliers push everything. Yeah, the you know the artists, the thinkers, the yeah. inventors, the writers. You know, like all, this. This is where you you have to look for you know your your creatives. You know, and your your highly motivated people. It's sure. not going to be within you know this group think. Where, like, everybody's just like, well, I've removed my uh, individuality so I can uh, be a part of the movement. It's like, you didn't just say that. Shut your mouth. Right. You guys are being quiet. You're part of the collective. You don't get to speak. You don't have an opinion. You don't have the right to tell me that you've given up your individuality. You know why? Because I'm in charge of this movement. Because, you know, that's how you have it. You have the leaders of these collectivist movements and then everybody else obey. Right. You'll get rewarded, maybe, when we all get rewarded. And when we all get rewarded, then you can talk, as long as it's within these confines. Yeah, and I really just don't like the, like, again, the religious fervor and undertone of that. Because, I mean, that's, you know, I grew up, you know, Christian and stuff, and that, that's kind of one of the whole undertones of Christianity is, you know, God gives you free will, so give it back and, you know, give your will to God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these people are doing that with an ideology. It's the same thing. Yeah. Atheistic Jesus freaks. Yeah, it's the same freaking thing, and it's it it, it it's one of those things that I can't get my head around because it just, it's like a it's like it. I don't you, I, you know it's like I'm looking at it. It's like, <laughs> I was trying to think about remember that movie? What's that movie? Um, oh, oh shit, the Super Troopers where the guy in the in the in the costume out in the woods. You know, it looks like he's banging the bear, and the cops are standing there. Is the bear? Is the guy? You, you know, like that's how I feel when I'm looking at these people. I, I'm just like, is the, are they? I, I, it's just such confusion. Like I can look at it and know it's wrong, and that's what the cop says. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but I know it's illegal. <laughs> that's how I feel. It's like I don't know what I'm seeing, but I know it's wrong. Yeah. You, you know, like. Well, there's this thing, um, uh, ideological subversion, that yeah, yeah happened in the yes. 20th century, and. The whole goal was to infiltrate the um, uh, collegiate and academic institutions with Marxists that would try to sell Marxism as this uh, sort of punk rock movement. Yeah. When did they declare, like, mission accomplished on that? Had it been years ago. Because, like, I mean, that's where it's coming from. You know? Like, that's exactly where like, it's uh, at now. I a few years ago went back to school. Uh, like, I left my chef career and I, I went... To, I got some vocational training first. I went to Wiregrass, and I was like, "Well, I still got some, uh, you know, some grant money left, you know, so I'm, I'm gonna go take some classes at VSU." And I, I took this history class, and it was the most eye-opening thing. Not that I learned anything from U.S. history, but it, this class was basically the most wokest shit I ever seen in my life. And it was like, "You people are taking my money for this? Like, it's unconscionable." It's unconscionable. Like, what like, were they doing? This class, okay. It, it, it's the most hilarious thing. Anyway, it, 
the guy that taught it is, is this, he, he's kind of this, uh, VSU loves this guy. I can't even think of his name. But he's this little ball head dude, little vegan guy. I never saw him wear shoes. I never saw him not wearing a t-shirt that had something to do with being a vegan on it. This is the guy teaching the class, you know. But like everything was like, oh, by the way, this is also the head of the, the African American studies and the women's studies. This is a white guy. Maybe he identifies himself as a uh, black female. I maybe I don't know, but so basically, maybe you shouldn't be so intolerant. Basically, this American <laughs> history class, which was supposed to be, I think between the from 1865 to present, I think was this class. So mm -hmm. so Jim Crow up essentially. Right. But to him, it was the the whole class was proving that like Jim Crow is still a thing, and we're all racist. Was like the whole class, and I mean like there were actually like times in the class where he was like apologizing to women and black people and stuff like it was the most like pandering patronizing shit ever it's 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 a uh, it's part of this religion like, like yeah it, it really is it's like it's like uh politicians that tow the company line mm -hmm. right it's like well why did they pick them it's like well because their handlers realize that these folks are going to tow the line no matter yeah. what we tell them to do yeah you know and but the line right now is real extreme I mean, and that's what's so weird with these people. I think it's like the, the norm for these people is to be as radical as possible. I think that if all you have is this one ideology, right? Now, granted, with something with uh, veganism, like, I, I, would, I would have hoped he would have put more of his faith into veganism and not into woke ideology. Because veganism is a religion, you know what I mean? Basically. I it mean, takes a lot of faith because there ain't no science behind it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I've got, I've got friends that are, that are uh, vegan and I guess you would say leftists. I mean, they're definitely left, you know what I mean? But Do they look sickly when you look at them? Um, no, no, no. Um, it's, uh, my, my, uh, my buddy uh, uh, Ben Stubbs, he owns the Brass Quill. Okay, and, yeah, I know Ben. Yeah, yeah and like his wife, like, like great people. Sure, sure. Um, uh, I had told them before. I'm like, like, I'm like, thank God you guys have like, like veganism and an, a, 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 an independent business, like as well. It's like to add into like your kaleidoscope of like values because, yeah. like, like if all people have is this, uh, you know, uh, part of this ideological subversion, this neo-Marxism, mm -hmm. this authoritarianism, it just leads people astray. Yeah. And the the more dedicated you become to it, the more whipped up into a frenzy your congregation gets you. Yeah. You know? And when when you don't accelerate whenever they want you to accelerate, they eat you. Like yeah. they eat their own. Yeah. And they ask people out. I've I've had friends before that, you know, they because they weren't white cisgender, so either you know they're uh, LGBTQIA, whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, they're uh, uh, their ethnicity is uh, uh, not from Europe, and they uh, were uh, right-leaning. Like, they they were either libertarian or uh, uh, believed in a, um, republicanism or, you know, even, like, uh, anarcho-communist, but they're just like, this, with them it's about the community, sure. and they want to be left alone. I, I'm not mad at anarcho-communists, because there's no mm -hmm. coercion there. No. Like, like, it's voluntary only. Like, yeah. I, if you want to be socialist, go be socialist, but do it on your own. Don't coerce other people into it at gunpoint. Yeah, totally. So, big big difference between... Yeah, huge difference. Between, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not against socialism as a concept. As a matter of fact, they say it works great for groups up to, what is it, like 150? 
But beyond that, it's not tenable. Well, I mean, uh, what's the um, there's there's some saying where it's like how how to run a country, or, mm. right? So start with your home, home communism, sure. neighborhood socialism. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean. Absolutely, but and the then, bigger you get, it doesn't scale. No, no. It's so and this once is you get past was, that, you have democracy, right? All the, all these, and then you have republicanism. Then yeah. you have libertarianism, libertarianism and then yeah. you have anarchy. Like that's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, like, like my my brand of libertarian, I, I I would be like, I think I'm like a minarchist. I don't believe we need like no government because certainly we do. Because like I said, we need cops, we need infrastructure, we need courts. You have to we, have a way to protect yourself from the mob. Sure. Whenever but, whenever the barbarian horde shows up in town, yeah. like I I mean I I pack guns in my fucking house, but like I don't want to use them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, my greatest fear. Yeah. I don't want to have to shotgun somebody. Fuck no, but. But when it comes to defending my home, you better believe that my 12-gauge is loaded and it's racked. If you come around my house fucking around, I'm not even giving you the courtesy of hearing it rack. It's already racked. Yeah. I'm going to shoot you through the wall. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I live in a trailer. I will kill you through the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? And tack a piece of cardboard up over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I just like I, I don't want to kill somebody. I, I I don't think that I am like stable enough mentally that I could deal with that well. I think that's one of those things that would really fuck me up. I, I like would, knowing that I snuffed a life. Like I think that would really fuck me up. I I, I would uh, I would think that I had just uh, maybe not bought a ticket to hell, but would not be able to escape the matrix. Yeah, like, I'd be reincarnated back again. Stuck. Yeah, yeah. Just I I don't I don't see how you ever. Ugh. But, but I mean, Ooh, I think I think that's that a, yeah, that's it's a just nightmare what, scenario. Yeah, um, I again, so like I wouldn't want that. But again, at the same time, I ain't gonna be a bitch on my fucking land. Work too hard for this shit. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh-uh, you're not gonna come on my land and act a fool. Not when I'm the one that's mowing the lawn around here. Fuck no. you. Like, no. But this, it 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 is kind of disturbing when you see folks like this guy you're talking about. Where, in my opinion, now Grant, I don't know this person, but just from the description you're giving me, and not because of the veganism, right? Um, I say he's a racist. I say he. Yeah. I say he has a white guilt yeah. and a white savior complex, wherein he feels that because of his supremacy, he has to lower and debase himself yes. to other people. Yes, it's like a soft bias. It's that soft thing. It's like. Doesn't mean it, it, he's a bad person because of this racism either. I want I want to make that clear. He may have good intentions, but at his heart of hearts, that's a racist outlook on the world. Yeah, it, it is. And, it, and it, you can transcend that racism. And, and there is an implied superiority in that. And it's like, oh yeah, now let me prostrate myself in front of you, <laughs> in front of a bunch of teenagers. This is a guy that's probably got me by a few years, so he's probably in his early forties. It's like. And here you are apologizing to teenagers for racism and sexism 200 years before you were born? Get bent. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt about it every time. It's like, man, did I ever want to skip that class. I didn't because I'm a... I'm good at school. I'm a goody twos. You know, but I <laughs> wanted my A. You know what I mean? But Of course. But I mean, I, I sat mid to back. I didn't participate or ask questions ever. Why would I want this jackass's opinion on anything? 
You, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm not going to yell at that. Hey, you want to clear up some Amelia Earhart questions for me? Like, no, I don't care. <laughs> you, you, know what I mean? like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't care. Like I said, this guy has already shown himself to me. I just want my grade at this right. point. You know, maybe, there's, maybe there is something about, and I was talking with Biscuit about this. Uh, I don't know if it was, can't touch that bonkers. Uh, I don't know if it was on the uh, podcast or not, but something too like I have an adolescent uh, adolescence and going to high school in Lakeland in like this small town where yeah. like like again like yeah there was a very small amount of people like no matter what ethnicity they were they're just bigots in some way but sure. everybody else for the most part nobody gave a shit like none like, like it's funny like running, meeting people like in Chicago and stuff like they'd be like. There was like two black kids in our school. I'm like, weren't there like ten thousand people in your school? And they're like, yeah. And there was two black people, and and they're like, and, and they look at us in the south like we're racist and shit. I'm like, yeah. I I mean, I think at the time we were in Lakeland, I think it was it was fifty fifty. Like whenever or, I was in high school, or close, yeah. or, or right there, probably more black than white. Yeah. I, I mean, but right there, I would imagine it's fifty to forty something. Yeah. You know, or you know what I mean? Like like. And these people, it's like, wait, you've never interacted with black people? What? And you're calling the South, not just me. They were, like, projecting it, like, extrapolating it to, or, yeah, extrapolating it to, like, the entire South. Like, everybody's a, a race. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You just told me that you've never met black people. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We're racist. We're an integrated society. You people are clearly in denial that... You're segregated. They're still segregated. And, and in it's, Jersey? And it's real bad in Chicago. It's it, real bad. I've never never been to Chicago, but in, in Jersey, there would be just certain certain uh, towns in Jersey, there is no like city limits other than like you get to an intersection, it's like this town now starts here. This yeah. township now starts yeah. here. Just the, I've been to see places like yeah, that. Yeah, a sprawl. And there would be some places, I remember I was... Uh, one of the first jobs I had there was uh, working at Texas Roadhouse, and there's this uh, older fellow, nice guy, and uh, uh, another uh, older fellow, and we were like sort of like closing down, and they were uh, they were you know just asked me like oh so where are you where are you where do you drive uh, to get home? And I was like I was like oh I take you know this highway. I was like like I see it's a shorter a shorter route to go through here, but my GPS always leads me around. Like, yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, you don't want to go to that town. I'm like, why not? Like, because you're the wrong color. Oh. Like, if you go to oh. that town and it's too late and they see that there's a white man, it's a problem. Because, like, the whole town is, like, segregated. It's like these, na- these neighborhoods in Camden are, like, so, like, squared off and segregated that, like, there's certain... So you're telling me that the GPS sends you around these places? I think that is just because it, the GPS doesn't know I'm white. But <laughs> it might. It might. It, <laughs> it knows might. everything else about you. True. True. <laughs> um, but I think it was uh, more or less because of uh, their their crime zones, like their drug zones that they have. That makes perfect sense. Uh, so I think that that's one of the reasons why <laughs> Let's they're like, not send through traffic through here. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably that, solid. Yeah. There would even be because Camden's yeah. like right on the you know it's right across the river from Philly. Yeah. So there would be even sometimes where I'm in Jersey and. The GPS would be like, like, get on the Walt Whitman Bridge. It's like, I'm not going into fucking Philadelphia, <laughs> right. GPS. Right. Like, I got it from here. I can go east around Camden. Yeah. I, 
But yeah, the, um, these these neighborhoods were in the South, like you know, civil rights era, like and uh, post uh, um, fuck Reconstruction era. Mm. Our culture and our societies became integrated in the South. Sometimes yeah. forcibly, but integrated nonetheless. But we did it. Yeah. And a lot of these uh, other places that, suspiciously, they're still blue. They're still controlled by the Democrats, yeah. who were the slave owners, yeah. who were the oligarchs. They were about Jim Crow. They they were about American Indian genocide. They were you know about the KKK. Yes. Like, all this stuff. And these people that, that refuse to own the history of that party is disgusting. I, I, I agree. and I don't think that we hold people accountable for that kind of stuff. But the rhetoric that they throw back at other people, it's like, come on, man. It's like, y- y'all got to own that before you get to criticize anybody. It's like a psychotic girlfriend. It's Right? Like like the, the DNC, they have all this notion of like, like well, the, the right, they're, they're racists right. and like they're white supremacists. If you look at the history of the DNC, they're literally white supremacists, racists, and yeah. believed in people as property. Yes. Like... Yes. It's like... The, the, remember the, the, the joke you used to talk about like with the uh, W? You know, like, well, how, how do we know the Iraqis have weapons of mass destruction? Well, we got the receipt. You know, like... Yeah. yeah. Like, like, this one is like, well, okay, Democrats, how do you know the nation is systemically racist? And they're like, because we have the sheets. You know, <laughs> you, know what you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. Like... Like it's you. It's you. You have to own it. It's it. like I said. I don't. I don't. I don't think you. You, you know. You don't uh, uh, punish the son for the sins of the father type thing. That, I'm not. I'm not insinuating that at all. Right. But well, come on, man. We can't even have a, a a genuous conversation about this stuff if people are still in denial about all of it. You well, know what I mean? They're, it's like, they're you, tearing down statues of like. Um, you know, like <laughs> fucking uh, founding fathers and Fred Douglas and Abraham Lincoln, and yet Robert Byrd, who is an, an alleged uh, a high-ranking member of the KKK, and I believe a senator I don't even think that's from alleged. <laughs> I think that's like documented. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to cover my ass. Sir. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah. But uh, I believe he was a senator from West Virginia. He's either senator or governor, yeah. and like. The Democrats praised him. They're like, like he is guy. a good man, and like they still have his portrait hanging up. They it's talk like, about like he reinvigorated the Democrat Party and like got them all back in line. Like, what line was that? The line for hating black people, apparently. Yeah, like the KKK <laughs> line. Like, what the hell, man? It's weird. Like, they, like the the. There's always that thing about anything. Anytime a politician accuses somebody of doing something, I assume that's what they're doing. Yeah, and and that's the Democrats all day long right now, with this stuff. Like you guys are racist, but all of our policies are going to separate people by race for some reason. But y'all are racist. Well, like, what you have to do first is you have to identify what someone's uh, intrinsic value is based right. on group identity bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? It, like we all have inherent value that like are are intrinsic values that we exist mm-hmm. like because we exist there's a value to us sure if you don't believe that just look up your birth certificate number on the stock exchange to see how much <laughs> fucking money you're worth right. billions right. billions and and we're, we're told all this bullshit about like you know, you know we're we're nothing we are we're just cosmic happenstance you know we are we're a speck an iota uh, in the in this ever-expanding universe and like Life is meaningless and nothingless. 
But if you give us power and you let us take the wheels of change, we can give some purpose back into yeah, the world. We'll make it better for you. Yeah. Like, get out of here. They're literally just taking Make America Great Again and just repackaging it for themselves. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, it, it, it's, it's so patronizing and just, you know, every time you see these things, it's like, oh, these people are counting on people being stupid. You know, it's it's a safe bet, or has been until um, 2016, when all of a sudden the polls were wrong. That's and they're like, well, how how could the polls be wrong? We don't understand. It's because people aren't buying your bullshit. People yeah. aren't being honest with the news. Yep. And seriously, like whenever you have these media campaigns where they're saying that like they're encouraging violence against people just because they vote a certain way, yeah, like. That's super messed up. Yeah, really disgusting. So you think these people that did uh, hear uh, Trump and were like, 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 hell yeah, MAGA all the way, but I live in Portland. <laughs> yeah. I live in uh, Manhattan. I, you know, you, if you live in these liberal power vacuums, you're, you're most likely not going to take to the streets and protest whenever you're the minority. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that's what kind of frightens me is that a lot of these folks that are out in the streets, they're not going to vote. They're just disenfranchised, angry, and have no problems with seeing the world burn. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that. Just want to watch it burn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think a lot of these people are politically motivated. If they were, they would know that this is terrible. Yeah. And like what you're doing is counterproductive and you know, this is not going to help anybody. So they're clearly not. Yeah, I mean, unless they're trying it, it, to do something forcible, and I don't mean in a Brad, uh, Brad broad swath mm. of the Democrat Party doing this. I mean, like if you take a look at like some of these cities, mm. and like in 2020, the most poorly managed cities are almost exclusively Democrat controlled. Mm. The way to start going back to what uh, you were talking about earlier with. Um, like, well, how can I, how how can I make a difference? You know, or the, the world. We need to fix the world and all this. Start locally. Start mm -hmm. with your local community. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if your community is in shambles, then whatever. I don't care if the Republicans were running it. Whatever party was running it, I would be voting for the fucking opposite all the way down the ticket, all the way down. Yeah, I mean, like you got to think that, that, like, there's. I mean, I think this. I, I hope people are thinking this way, but like the people in California, right? I mean, it's like, honestly, like my heart goes out to our fellow Americans, right? Who have been betrayed by their local leaders and are now suffering under like this, just authoritarian lockdown, destroying their economy, destroying their livelihoods. All the, I mean, you gotta think some of these people are going, fuck this. I ain't voting for this again. Yeah. I mean, you, if they don't, we're, we lost already. You, you know what I mean? Like if they, if those people don't see that and go, this is fucked, this ain't America, what you people are doing is wrong, they're not doing this in the rest of the country, y'all are doing this to us, I, I hope they're seeing it. I hope yeah. there's some information getting in there. Well, in California is like, aside from its massive size, like, you're talking about 
way different types of states within the same state, you know? Uh, yeah, northern to southern California is should be two different states. Yeah. Well, I, absolutely. They had in 2015, uh, they had, um, I think, enough signatures to put on a ballot, but I think then they uh, squashed it in you know, some bureaucratic yeah. way, but they were going to uh, propose to split California into three states. Yeah, you get, well, you get Jefferson and... They had, um, the tentative names were just Northern California, okay. Southern California, and California. Okay. So, uh, Northern Cali was Oakland on up, Cali was San Fran on down to, I think, Sacramento, and uh, then Southern California was like L.A. and uh, San Diego. San Diego, that makes sense to me, because yeah. they are very distinct regions. Like, like Northern Cali actually was really cool um, when I went back there. Like, the first time I went to California, I was in L.A., and I did that whole thing. You know, I was, I was a chef and I was working in LA. The second time I went back was as a hippie, and we went back to work on some pot farms and do some art in Northern Cali. It was fun, but people like from our region would be very at home in Northern California. The I mean, it's 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 mountainous, and instead of corn and blueberries, they're growing weed. But it's it's a bunch of jacked up trucks with Browning stickers in the back glass. It's a bunch of country boys wearing flannel shirts and boots. Like, it was cool as shit. I felt at home in Northern Cali. It was really cool. I I could totally see that being a different state. Because I bet those people feel like we do about Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that those people in this, you know, represent us and our values. There's there's no way. Atlanta Atlanta keeps us purple. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I kind of think that is the best way to go. Is like you need a balance because you want to keep the car in the on the road. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But what what worries me as far as like with Georgia is I don't want Atlanta deciding for the rest of us. Exactly, and that's the whole thing, you know. And and that's why all this this talk that that that's a good place to talk about these people that are trying to abolish like the republic. You know, what I mean, they're talking about we need to get rid of the electoral college and go to a straight popular vote. That's death. We're toast. Yeah. If we go to straight demo- my favorite thing I heard from a, I actually uh, this is funny. Wiregrass had this really good political science guy. <laughs> he was awesome. Like he he actually uh, hope I'm not selling him out here, but like I actually talked to him about taking some other political science classes when I went to uh, VSU, and he goes, "Don't do that. That guy's a jackass." <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, cool. But uh, he told me he's like, democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding on lunch. Yeah. Yeah, you know how you get slavery? Democracy. Democracy. Yeah. Like so it, it's yeah, it's a bad idea. And so I, I forget exactly where I was going with all that, but we have these people making decisions, well that's where I was, for us that don't represent us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that that is our struggle here. Is that yeah, Atlanta, man, they don't care about our interests down here. Oh, well, nor do the like folks down the south care about like the perils in Atlanta. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. But um, I certainly don't. You know what I mean? Like, I give a rat's ass. As far as I'm concerned, you chose to live there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You can have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, mm. But uh, whenever, uh, what was his name? Stacey Abrams was running for governor. <laughs> the, the, the thing. The real governor of Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Vote for me. Why? Well, because I'm female and black. Because. Like, that, that's, that's. That was her campaign. Vote for me because. Like. Fuck! Like, <laughs> I I voted gold for the governor. Of course, he uh, uh, surprise did not win. But um, shocker. 
the the thing that kept me from uh, voting for uh, Stacey Abrams, you know, hyperbole aside, was the money for her campaign. Most of it was coming from California. Yeah. Why the fuck is California putting money in our state's elections? Why is that allowed? That's that's another thing. And like, I that, think that should be a hundred percent illegal. It, Funding for state-run government campaigns or elected yeah. office, all the funds should be like, coming from within the state or yeah, with that. With we don't allow foreign for. investment into national elections, so why do we allow cross-state line investment into local elections? Yeah, that's. That, to me, seems way messed up. Yeah. Like, way messed up. There's just too many conflicts that can happen there. And the other thing that, that blows me away is these people that are doing this and raising record amounts of money for other states are the same people that will tell you that, that they should, like, uh, abolish, like, Citizens United and get money out of politics and shit. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you clearly don't because you are arguing against your own position. Yeah. And that's who these people are. That That's how stupid some of these people are. Th- these are the people that have been telling us for years now, get money out of politics, Citizens United was bad, but we'll take millions of dollars from fucking Bloomberg. Yeah. Either Like, come on, man. You are the... Ooh, ooh, these people... The, well, like, it's, the, like a, it's like a, a Marxist <clears throat> that uh, try to say, uh, my body, my choice. It's like, okay, well, I agree with... Your body, your choice. I mean, I've got tattoos. I've uh, chose to put a lot of drugs in my body in the tw- in my twenties. Yeah. So uh, my body, my choice. Sure. But if you look at the history of Marxism, they literally would decide if you were allowed to reproduce or not. You know what I mean? And they're doing it now with the Uyghur Muslims and the uh, Christians and the Buddhists that they're like <laughs> shipping off the concentration camps. So they're deciding yeah. who is going to be allowed to reproduce. Yeah. If that's not some evil eugenics shit, I don't know what is. But the contradiction of like yeah. Marxism being like, well, property is abolished. It's like private property begins with yourself. Like this yeah. is where it begins. This yeah. bodily autonomy, it, it, and, that, and that's another thing. Like, like, yeah, ownership of yourself, ownership of your labor, of the product of your labor, is is, is capitalism. Yeah, and and people are always arguing against this, and it's like, well, you don't understand capitalism. Like, I, well, I, because we we don't, and I know I said this before on the show. Like, we don't have capitalism here. No, we, we do live, not. We live in corporate socialism, corporate yeah. fascism. It's a yeah. corporatocracy. Yeah, when a company fails, a corporation fails or goes bankrupt from mismanagement. They don't get taxpayer bailouts in capitalism. Yeah. They get a sorry. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. You got to declare bankruptcy. Your company's kaput. You mismanage it. You yeah. run into the ground. Exactly. Most entrepreneurs go through this. Try again. Yeah. That, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. You know, it's like, but like, yeah, real capitalism, we don't have that. But that's like why I love like things like Facebook Marketplace. You know what I mean? Like me buying something from you, no taxes involved. That's what I'm talking to fuck about. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, people talk about, oh yeah, or this, this is the problem with late stage capitalism. Well, if, you, if by that you mean late stage capitalism means that a lot of it has been co-opted by other ideologies, then yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Late stage capitalism, it's it's a know, garbage term like trickle down economics. Yeah, it's well, a garbage term. You put a you put a qualifier in an adjective form in front of it, so it's it's not what it is. It's not capitalism. Right. It's late stage capitalism. It's not justice. It's social justice. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you you put these hate crime. Yeah. yeah. It's not a crime. Yeah. It's a hate crime. Yeah. Like you put all these. <laughs> How about thought crimes, you bastard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish we could. 
Yeah, I wish we could prosecute y'all for thought crimes, yeah. you evil fucks. <laughs> they're gonna start doing it, man. I guarantee they're gonna. I, yeah, well, yeah. I, now that yeah, they're gonna try to do that against free thinking people yeah. again because I'm, that worked so well throughout the dark <laughs> ages. You know, like great, great. Let me uh, let's pause real quick. I got pee. Sure. Ah, there we drain the bladder. Nice cup of water. Solid. Yeah, but I wanted to go something that you, you mentioned a minute ago, you know, about how, how people, you know, accepting these these ideologies and just kind of moving with them and, and, and the way we've been talking about how it just kind of moves in these groups, you know, it's like whether people realize it or not, you know, I mean, like I think I've said the term useful idiot a time or two, you know, and there's people that are just, you know, working against their own interests for whatever reason because they're going along with the collective. That's why all the China shit scares me. Because that's their tactics. Like, we know that that's what they do. Like, on purpose. Yeah. And we're seeing it in our country. And we're pretty sure it's them. And that's fucking scary to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Because that whole totalitarian thing scares the shit out of me. And uh, I'm a, I have this, this quote I'm going to read to you. I have not been able to find this other than the one place that I saw it. Which was a speech... That Joe Biden gave to, it was like, I don't know, like captains of industry or some shit like that. It was some, you know, symposium meeting, fundraising bullshit, right? right. And during the speech, I actually stopped this thing and I rewound it and wrote this down. Like I transcripted this myself, so I know it's accurate. This is words of Joe Biden. And he says, we have to go beyond close ties between Washington and Beijing, which we're working on it every day. Go beyond it to include all levels of government. Go beyond it to include classrooms and laboratories, athletic fields, and boardrooms. That scares the shit out of me. This guy's running for president. He's basically talking about bringing Chinese Communist Party tactics to our country via the communist Chinese or the Chinese Communist Party. Right. The fuck? They want to sell uh, the U.S. because you know our country is also a corporation. Yeah, you know? sure. And they're wanting to <laughs> arguably first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're wanting to start selling more and more shares, essentially. Yeah. To China, right? Because they're going to be fine. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, like those. Uh, uh, fucking losers who uh, uh, cashed in their stocks before uh, the COVID stuff happened, and they're elected officials. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they had no idea. No idea. That's that was why coming. all four of them did it at the same time. No idea that was coming. Fucking losers. Um, but you know, they get, if a foreign country gets more shares or more control over our own country, that's not a good thing. No matter who's running it, no it's especially it. not good. Whenever the country that has the most to gain from it is a totalitarian, authoritarian, Marxist, communist regime that kind of has a terrible history with human rights uh, uh, concerns. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Like, I, you know, I'm not a fan of doom and gloom and, and all that, but I mean, there comes a time, right? They're, 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 
you know, the hyperbole, people talk it's the most important election of your life. I don't want to say it, but it, it might be. It might be. It might be. It might be. You know, like if 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 they have really put our republic on the on the line, and I believe them. Like I said, I, I tend to believe people making threats. You know, they, well, well, after every this. senator now is talking about packing the court. That destroys our republic. Yeah, that's a terrible fucking idea because no matter who does it first, right? Say the Democrats do it. Well, then the next time the Republicans get in control. They're just going to pack the court on top of that. Well, see, so you go from nine justices, then what? We'll have 13, then we'll have 19, then we'll have 23. You know what I mean? Right. It's and just going to keep increasing until finally everybody that is born in America is a Supreme Court justice. Basically. Congratulations. Welcome to Earth. You're a judge. I think that's actually the rosy look at it. I, I think if the Democrats do that, like if they get power and they do that, I don't think there's ever another Republican president after that. I mean, if you're willing to go so far as to absolutely, fundamentally break our system, you're not looking to play fair and give the ball back. No, they want power. Yeah, and so there won't be another chance. So they talk about, oh, well, then the Republicans will get power and they'll put more jobs. No, the Republicans will never get elected again. Mm, that's interesting. I mean, that's what I think. If you're going to go for it, this is full Monty here, bro. Like, I don't <laughs> think they're going to half-ass it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going you're gonna to change the court... You're going to abolish the, the filibuster. You're going to add states, th thereby throwing off the whole balance of everything that we do. I'm sorry, if you destroy one of our three branches, then we no longer have checks and balances on the other two. Yeah. And fundamentally, it's over. So I don't think there, there's a, even a chance for it to escalate that way. I think that's kind of making an assumption. You know I mean? Like, I think it's worse than that. I think it, as soon as they do it, it breaks. Because... How are people not going to start shooting at that point? That, that, that's my thing. I don't understand how. I mean, we already know the country, I guess, is full of boogaloo boys and all these, all these people. What, what happens when you disenfranchise most of the country? You have, and they're armed. Like, yeah, boop. You're going to have authority, and then you're going to have everybody else. Yeah. So, like, it... Maybe it is the Great War. Maybe this is the war to end all wars. And, like, I don't want war to happen. But I think no matter what happens, if Donald Trump wins, the left is going to go insane. If Joe Biden wins, the left is going to go insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no matter what happens. But I would rather, at least if the insane is a given, can we at least go insane without changing all of the variables right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can, can we at least... If the world's going to go nuts, can we at least have the foundation of, well, at least we still believe in the Constitution as opposed to the team that's like, no, fuck the Constitution. I, I think in the Ugh. in the long run, it's going to be better for the country if Donald Trump wins. And at this, I do too. And at this point, he, he still could, I guess, pretend, I haven't voted yet. I still plan to vote. He still could potentially... Uh, Lose my vote and I go to Joe Jorgensen, right. or I'll write in fucking Kanye West. Sure, uh, and like people are like, oh, that's 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 a trash vote. Fuck you. It's a I'll protest vote, vote. I'll vote for whoever I want. It's a protest vote. Why is your protest in the street valid and mine is not? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Fuck exactly. you. As a matter of fact, I I tell people when they tell me, oh, that's a, that's a wasted vote. I'd be like, you know what you're doing right now? That's called voter suppression. That's what you're doing right now. You're trying to invalidate my position to benefit yours. That's voter suppression. You need to shut the fuck up. 
I've said that like two people. I, I, I you know, I, it, and they were people that I was friendly with, and right. you know, but, but I mean, but, still, but, it was, but still, it's the same thing. It's yeah, like, dude, piss it's, off. Yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a valid argument. I wouldn't I'm dare proud. tell somebody, "How dare you vote for this yeah. person?" Like, like what? What like like <clears throat> what 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 gives me the right to to right. wag my fucking finger and exactly. try to tell somebody else like who they should vote for? Exactly. Like. You're entitled no. to your opinion. You're you you should, as a citizen, try to convince me. But don't you dare try to shame me. Yeah. Don't you dare try to shame yeah, me. Yeah. I think I mean, that's, like, I think I, that's disgusting. I have slept like a fucking teenager every night, knowing that I voted for Gary Johnson. <laughs> like a fucking teenager, son. No waking up crying in the middle of the night. Straight through thirteen hours. That's how I've been sleeping. You know what I mean? Like because I voted the way that it made me feel. It's, you, can't tell me it's a wasted vote. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like at the time, that was that was what I felt. That yeah. was the conscionable vote that I felt. I saw a, a, a friend of mine. Uh, she's a, a tattoo artist. Uh, I forget what city she's in, Florida now. But um, she had posted something after the 2016 election about like that she had chose to vote for Jill Stein, oh. and this SJW <laughs> chimed in. On her post, talking about how dare you like that, like like you were supposed to vote for Clinton, right. and because of you and people like you, yeah. now this asshole Donald Trump is in the office, and she hopes that she feels like great about how she yeah. voted. And I'm looking at that like you fucking cunt. Like how Thank dare you. you try to tell somebody appropriate application? Yeah, yeah. that your that your vote. That, excuse me, that their vote needed to echo your vote. Yeah, fuck you. On behalf of anybody that <laughs> says that, kiss my ass. Like, that is not what, like, <laughs> the tolerant way to view it. No. That's not an open-minded way to view it. You know what it is? That's, That's not, not the just... intelligent way. It's not the adult way. It's not the civilized way. No. It's it... not any way that we value. No. It's so... a fascistic way. Yeah. It's you know? Like... It's an authoritarian way to sort of say yeah. that, like, you... Like you said, it's invalidated. Like your note, your note, your vote is invalidated yeah. by not uh, uh, doing the same thing I I wanted to do. Yeah, bro, I've got I've got friends that are apolitical, that are never Trumpers, that are Trumpsters, that are you know of all these different sects of society. You mm-hmm. know that they're they're atheistic, they're dogmatic, whatever. At the end of the day, these people are still individuals. Yeah. And like I, I value their opinion and their yeah. perspective on it. What I don't value is somebody ch- like trying to say, "How dared you not vote for the person I wanted to win?" Yeah, what a piss! It's like, what are you for? A piss, a piss poor loser <laughs> says like, shit like that. What What are you for? And we decided on Chuck E. Cheese instead of putt putt golf. Why are you th- <laughs> Why are you throwing a fit right now? <laughs> It's weird, but all of that, okay, all of that said, I, I did vote. I voted for Trump. Did you? I did. Um, I voted for as many libertarians as I could. But, like I said, I, I believe the Democrats. I believe that they have put the Constitution on the ballot. And I'm not with that. And... Even though the Libertarian Party is like my platform that I, I love the party platform. I, 
the party itself is garbage. <laughs> Infighting central, you know what I mean? Have you but, seen that meme of the guy walking up to the drive-thru at Taco Bell? Like, he's talking to the drive-thru out of the car. <laughs> he's like, so, yeah, that's why I decided to vote Libertarian. <laughs> Telling anybody. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, I mean, like, you know, the whole thing is you're not a real libertarian until somebody tells you you're not a real libertarian. You know, uh. <laughs> you know like, so I'm sure I'll get, you know, flack from any of that if I choose to tell anybody. You know, I just, I, I, I don't generally, I mean. I don't like ideologues, man. Yeah. Like, that's, that's my whole thing is like, if you're so rigid in your belief system to where you think you got it right. Yeah. Not that right for yourself, but the moral right thing to do, it's like. I don't yeah. know if you've ever paid attention to politics ever, but every one of them is a criminal. Yeah. You have to be able to get your hands dirty and yeah. come out clean in order to progress through that system. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> There's nobody in there that's that's righteous. There are no saints in Washington. No. I'm sure a lot of people went with great intentions. Yeah. And there are even a few that I think are doing some good work. But man, it's 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 so few and far between it seems you know but i don't know like i like my, my whole thing is like you know political strategy you know I, that's what i don't like about the big l libertarian party is you know political strategy i feel like it just doesn't exist with these people you know it's like my biggest issue with like 2016 and stuff was like you know the anarchists i get it it's like y'all i get it that's like an ideal goal in mind but like when y'all steamroll everything else because it's not anarchy, yeah. you're not helping. You know, it's like, you, you have to go, like, first we have to go through a rollback, and then maybe if we're lucky, we can achieve something like minarchy, and then maybe if we manage to do that and have, like, a moral society, which is, come on, that's a long shot, right. <laughs> maybe then we can have anarchy. But to just completely, like, no, we can't just roll something back, we have to abolish it. That's a shit strategy. And so that's why I don't like the libertarian party. Now, again, that said, I tend to vote for them. Right. Um, like I said, I voted for as many libertarians as I could. Except the the president this time and I think I voted for Kelly Leffler for Senate. Just I, I'm sorry, like I said, the Democrats did this. I don't like that I've been pushed to the right. It kind of pisses me off a little bit. I, I don't like it either. It like... pisses me off a little bit, but I know my team isn't going to win this one. And if we're ever going to have a chance of winning ever, we have to maintain the republic. And so we I, I have to vote for the only choice I have that is saying we need to maintain the republic that has a chance of winning. Yeah. Grant, like I said, I love the party platform. I do. Which is why, like I said, I voted for at a, at a state level, at a local level. Man, if you're, if you're a libertarian, you got my vote. Real talk. You know, real steel. Like, but, yeah, on these big national things, man, I, like I said, I got a fear vote maybe. I'm, you know, I got pushed to the right, yep. which I don't like. I've been pushed to the right on a lot of stuff that pisses me off. I used to consider myself kind of like pro-choice. You know, it's up to you. You know, I kind of the, the the law of the land as we have been alive our whole lives has, has been you know the kind of viability outside the womb kind of metric. Right. I never had any problem with that. I was okay with that. But then you get the left pushing for nah, you can abort up to and immediately after the birth. Yeah. If that's what it means to be pro-life, then or pro-choice, then sorry, I have to be pro-life now. I don't like that position. That puts me in a place I don't want to be, but y'all did this, not me. Yeah. Well, that was, um, a buddy of mine had a, an interesting take on um, 
or these abortion laws started coming up like two years ago, maybe three, but I think it was two. But it almost all of them stemmed because everybody was like, like, oh, well, well, this must be Trump's fault. Of course, the right wins. Now they're putting in all these. I'm like, these are these are mutually exclusive from each other. Yeah. You know, you're talking about the governors of these states. Yeah. What happened on a timeline is that Virginia started going with post-birth abortions, and New York had nine-month abortions. And these other states that are uh, in the Bible Belt were like, if they're defining when a human life is, we have to do it now before they come in and try to do it like yeah. in our state. Yeah. So it's a chess move. Sure. Granted, I don't agree with the way some of the states had it. Like One was like accessory to murder. I'm like... Fellas, yeah, back up. Like, pump the fucking yeah, brakes. Yeah, if you drive somebody getting an abortion past this date, you're an accessory yeah, to murder. Pump it's the like, fucking brakes, guys. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, shit, man, this is what happens when the ideologues take control, yeah. right? So, like, the, the folks that are pushing for this post-birth abortion, one, what are you aborting? The pregnancy is done. I'm sorry, I gotta throw the word evil out again. Just That's, that shit's evil. You're just killing babies. It, it's, it, well, I mean, personally, I think that abortion... Is killing a baby. Yeah, yeah, you're killing babies. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> now, again, like, I, 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 I got, uh, if somebody wants to get an abortion, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I don't have to live with that guilt. Right. And I don't think the government has the right telling you what you should do with your body. However, we can't define human life at the will of who? The doctor? Legislation? I mean, or, like, the government just saying, like, uh, you guys can decide whether or not that baby is a person yet or not. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's what I'm saying. These people, these are the people that claim to believe in science. Yeah. Well, the science is settled, Jake. That's the argument. Oh yeah, it's settled science. You know, you know who it's, never it's, says the science is settled? Scientists. Scientists right. never say Not the science is settled. Not if they're any good. No. <laughs> people that say that it is, they are not scientists. They are devout of uh, worshippers of scientism. Have you ever noticed that all these people that yeah that claim to be Oh, I, I believe it's science. And, and especially the ones that think it's exclusive to religion. These people don't, like, practice science. It's, you're not, like, a scientist. So wh what What are you? You don't You don't really believe in science. You're just, you're, you're like, say you're an ideologue. You're, yeah. just, you're, you're just going along with this thing. It's a catchphrase. It's not even your thought. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier. You're just repeating it. Yeah. It's just a parroted phrase. Do you even... I don't, I don't think people have even thought about that kind of stuff. Like... I used to dabble with the whole atheism thing, you know, just through my agnostic period, mm. you know, and and I think it takes more faith to believe in nothing than it does to believe in something. Th yeah, you know, like, I, I, I am. I it's totally a full time job to be an atheist. I ain't got it like that, you know. Like, you, well, you have to. There's so much arrogance that is used with the uh, like yeah. a lot of atheists. Yeah, and not not all of them. I, I don't mean to disrespect any you know friends or listeners of mine that are that are atheistic. Um, I, I personally don't buy it. It is a religion, you know. Yeah, I, I mean no disrespect personally. Just like if you're, if you're, yeah, whatever religion you are. Yeah. But know that I consider you a religious person, and that's your religion. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, yeah, for I'll, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll check yes on, on that, on that <laughs> yeah. statement. But um, <laughs> they, um, this the older I've gotten, it, it may. It makes a lot more sense to me if we're in a simulation or if there's intelligent design, there's still a programmer of some sort. Yeah. There's, 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 and this arrogance that comes from 
uh, modern atheism is that, oh, you, you believe in a mystical man in the sky and, you know, all this. They're, they're taking a, um, a symbol or an avatar of something and applying it, yeah. right? So it, it's no different than, like, where I'll hear, you know, friends of mine that are, you know, uh, not in the South and they're staunch left and they'll be like, like, all, like all Trump supporters all think like this. It's like, bro, I know a very diverse group of people that are Trump supporters. Yeah, absolutely. Like, ideologically different, uh, eth- ethnically different, religiously different. Yeah, all like, that. And what, what I'm seeing is from the left, it's, it's taking uh, this uh, atheistic secular religion and it's trying to set the rules to be like the religion. <laughs> yeah. That like, this is the religion that matters. So, and again, these are the people that will tell you that we need an amendment to separate church and state. Yeah. These are the same people. Yeah. What, what's funny is these folks don't realize that the line between, or the separation between church and state is not just to keep the church out of the uh, capital. It's to keep the capital out of out the of fucking the church. church. Yes, it's to protect the church, not the state. Yeah. Because people don't understand that government is intended to be downstream of society. Yeah. They don't understand this concept. And so, yes, you can bring your religion into government. Absolutely. Like, like a great example is the, the new Supreme Court justice. Yes, we expect this person to, to judge with a morality set that reflects their understanding of morality. Right. You don't not do those things. Like, you don't expect a senator to suspend their own belief. That's, that's up to the voter. Yeah. That, th- that decision gets made by the voter. You put the guy there, he's a human being. He's going to act like a human being. Yeah. So, so there's this whole, I, I, I think, like, like this, th- that notion that, uh, you, that people have to separate themselves. No, bullshit. Bullshit. Like, I, I'm, religion is more, I think, supersedes government in a lot of ways. It's more upstream than government. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So, like, it, it doesn't, yeah, it, I think that whole separation of church and state thing, yeah, it's, it's to definitely separate, uh, to protect the church. And people always say, oh, Christians, it's, it's not just Christianity, guys. It's not what we're talking about. Yeah. It's like your church, too. You yeah. know, like, whatever it may be. Yeah. The, like, the church your church, a, too. The, Church is a way, it's a blanket term to say, like, your beliefs are uh, of, of value in America. Yeah. And the government has no right telling you right. that you can't worship the way you want. Right. Unless you're infringing on somebody else's livelihood or their rights right. to do so. Yeah. And, and it's crazy when they try to, you know, insert themselves in those situations. Like the whole thing in California, telling people you can't sing in church. You can't even have church. Yeah, well, in New York right now, they're they're like it's this weird anti-Semitic shit going on in New York. Yeah, what's that about? Like they're like throwing stones at Jews because like the like they want to go to the park and go to church, and they're being told by uh, what's his name De Blasio that you know a couple months ago he told them that the the churches and the parks. And the synagogues, they're not safe yet. Yeah. But if you want to go out and protest for BLM, that's it's safe to do that. Well, and it was, uh, yeah, Cuomo said, like, the same thing. And he's like, and we're really having a problem with the Jews. And it was yeah. the way he said it. And I was like, whoa, dude. Like, how is that not that soundbite not playing everywhere? Like, we're having a problem with the Jews. It's like, 
Are you serious? Like the guy said that on TV. Like, what is going on? I think it's because they've spent so much time pointing spotlights at Trump. Now, granted, a good side effect of this <laughs> is that because they've done this to him, he has lifted this veil and be like, okay, we all got spotlights on us now. And that might make this the most important presidency ever for that reason. It, 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 it might, as far as transparency. Yeah. That is a very comforting feeling is the press has been holding the president to such accountability that he can't get away with dick. Right. Like, so that I like. Fuck the press, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So hopefully America's paying attention. You yeah. Know? Like, but I, I think they spent all this time sort of... Not gaslighting, because, I mean, Trump's a douchebag. Sure, I'm not arguing that at all. I I didn't vote for him. I did this time. Right. I didn't vote for him in 2016. I didn't. I didn't didn't bring this on us. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like being backed into this position. Yeah. Like, they made me vote for a game show host. I have to live with that. (laughs) You know? You seem to be okay. I'll be fine. Like, you know... Come on, man. Are we really, you know, you know, remember, you ever heard that thing where it's like if you put enough monkeys in a room with typewriters, they'll eventually write a line from Shakespeare or something like that? Yeah. Did monkeys write this season of 2020? Like, seriously, what is going on here? Like, I, I, everything is off the rails. I, I think, uh, going back to what I was talking about earlier, I think that they had had some sort of plan in the works for like 30 or 40 years. Because, yeah. again, you can't just... Flip the board over and expect people won't get pissed off. Yeah, no, you know I think you're I mean? right. I think you're right. And whenever this happened, that all this work they'd set up, so they're like, well, we got to get rid of them. And so, like, what well, they do? They take all this strategy that they had used, what allegedly seems that uh, uh, the stuff with Russia and Ukrainian collusion was going on with Biden and Obama and Clinton at the end of Obama's term. They took this because they knew that there's evidence of wrongdoing. It's not Trump doing it. Right. It was them. Right. But it's there, and it's enough to lead people astray long enough for them to say, okay, we need a, we need a plan to – because we're not going to be able to get him out of office, but the American people, they'll, they'll, some of them will buy this story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And a lot of them did. A lot of them did, even though what it looks like now is that uh, there's absolutely uh, nothing – as far as what they impeached him for, was all coming from the Democrats. Yeah. And, and how about, what was that guy? Oh, God, I can see his ugly-ass face. He was on TV like every day. I have seen the evidence. I, there's smoking gun. Oh, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff. Thank you, sir. Uh, fucking loser. Smoking gun evidence. I've seen it. It's definitive. Fuck you. If that guy doesn't get fucking primaried in his next fucking go-around, man... Fuck. I, I mean, I, like, how, how do these people keep getting reelected? Like, I don't understand how these 80-year-olds, like, I know he's not 80 years old, but, like, how, how, how does this keep happening? How do these horrible people keep staying in power? Like, we have this, I wonder if it like, has something to do with, I don't know a lot about the gerrymandering uh, conspiracy <laughs> scandals, but it's, it's essentially redrawing borders sure. based on the populace. Sure. Right? So, I could see, like, somebody like Nancy Pelosi, who... You know, like her city is in such shambles. There's apps to report when people are shitting on the street. Um, yeah. Like, like what the actual hell is going on with that? Yeah. Like a report to poop app. Yeah. Come on, man. You want to talk about like a a caste system? Like, <laughs> look at like her district. 
Sure. Like, look at that, man. Like, where yeah, you, you think have, there's any upward mobility in San Francisco? If you're in the tech industry, yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you're in the tech industry. If you're in the tech industry, sure. What, what if you own a restaurant? Fuck you. Well, <laughs> you is your name Gavin Newsom? <laughs> if so, then, hey, just open it up. Yeah, yeah. Other people can't, but you can, you know? Exactly. That guy's exactly. a fucking cunt. That guy... Yeah, good good application that word. That, that that's a really good word for politicians. Those guys are fucking cunts, man. Like, just the dregs of society. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I don't. They're awful. All of these folks that I've that I've seen, probably with the exception maybe of like Ron Paul, who I don't think he's in there anymore. No. You know, has been in for a few years now, but almost everyone else that has been in politics and stayed in politics. For that long, just look at their district and see how well it's doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. that I think will tell you how good a politician they are as far as far as helping their people out. Because if they're doing very well for themselves, like someone like uh, Pelosi, Maxine uh, Waters, Maxine Waters, um, uh, uh, Lindsey Graham on the right side of the aisle, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, these folks that like to showboat, right? And yeah. Yeah, oh, Cocaine Mitch, speaking of the boat. Yeah, speaking of boats, yeah. Cocaine Mitch. Oh, God, I love being a Republican. <laughs> Snorting coke off Lindsey Graham's boner. Right, right. Lindsey chimes in, I've never seen such a man blow, blow off a boner before. Pretty good Lindsey Graham, actually. <laughs> Oh, that but, guy's a chump, isn't he? But the, anybody that gets rich in politics, immediate skepticism should Oh, yeah. In. Oh, yeah. Like, how does that happen? It's like, you, you make 150 grand a year or some shit, and, wait a minute, you're a millionaire now? How'd you do that? I want to see your fucking tax return. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, Well, even like the tax return stuff, like the argument against Trump for the 750 bucks, he prepaid tens of millions yeah, that, that was, that's his liability came up this time for the first time in years. Yeah, and it was seven hundred fifty bucks, and y'all say he didn't pay taxes. Yeah, and he prepaid. So just, all all they gotta do because it's all about spin, right? Yeah. So you just take this little bit out of context, and then you push it out there. Now, well, it's like a stupid kind of logic, like saying because I got a tax return, I didn't pay taxes. I got money back. I didn't even pay taxes. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what that was. Like, and these people are saying it with a straight face on television. And and I'm like, how is this a thing? Do you think, you've seen They Live? Oh, yeah. Do you think that's a possibility that, like, the aliens or these interdimensional beings have been here for a hot minute? Yes. Like, like I know that's, like... Far-fetched, and uh, that's probably not going to convince anybody to vote Libertarian or Republican or Democrat or whatever. If, but if we don't have aliens or other dimensional beings, why did we just form a space force and did we admit that we have vehicles from other places that we can't explain? <laughs> that happened. Yeah, July 26th, New York Times article. Yeah, 2020 is so crazy, people miss the fact that the Pentagon admitted that they possess <laughs> <Yeah, UFO>. spaceships. <laughs> They don't know where this shit came from. <laughs> no, like it said, it was like uh, not of this world. Yeah. So I know a lot advanced of advanced materials. Yes, yeah, I know a lot like, of folks will take that and they'll be on. like, they'll be like, well, they're from outer space. It's like I don't think so. That, 
as well, when the term not of this world, it means not known. Alien is not known. Extraterrestrial means outside of this earth. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean outer space. It means elsewhere. Yeah. So. Yeah, interdimensional or extra dimensional or. Or even like, I mean, stuff that like, look at like even preposterous stuff, I'm air quotes, uh, with, uh, uh, you know, um, ties in with simulation and intelligent design but like geocentrism like what if this is a hollow earth or like some sort Mm. of flat terrain that we're on and when they say the world is round what they mean is it is round but we're inside of it you know like some sort of biosphere a contained system that's where you need an atmosphere to exist anyway like all this stuff that used to be like like there's no way that's going on now, like, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. Right. Like, I, 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 there's no way I can prove or disprove it. But I tell you what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to believe what the TV man is telling me is true. Like, I'm, I'm going to have to look a little further into it and, like, come to my own conclusions. Yeah. But, how? yeah, you're right. Like, how nutty is it that the <laughs> Pentagon confirms that, like, UFOs essentially, oh, yeah, it's not, it's not a rumor. Yeah. We, like, have, we have some... And we're not really sure what they are. They could be future tech. They could be past tech, like ancient tech. You know, that we... Might be the shit that built the pyramids, for all we know. Yeah, it might be the stuff that we see in the water. There is a um, a cousin of, uh, of mine, I guess technically once removed, like my mom's cousin. Not sure. sure how that, what the term is, second cousin once removed, whatever. But uh, he's a fisherman, and uh, he was... Um, Near uh, Melbourne, Florida. Mm-hmm. That's a little little further south of Cocoa Beach. Mm-hmm. And he's like out in the ocean in his boat one night. And he says he sees this light under the water. And like starts like getting brighter and closer as it's moving up. Like and the sea around him starts bubbling. Like boiling bubbling. As this thing is like rising up from the bottom, he's he's like pretty far out. He's a few miles out. Like so, this is like after the uh, that the continental shelf or whatnot drops off. Wow! In the Atlantic, and sees wow. Yeah, sees uh, these lights coming up from under shit. the water. So he said he turned his boat around and went back. To shore. I imagine so. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? Why wouldn't they be under the water? Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it, man. Like we. We only know like like something like like ten percent of our planet. Yeah, you know maybe, what I mean. Maybe. Yeah. If even like <laughs> like there's a whole section of the Amazon that's like the size of India that we don't even know what's in there. Like nobody nobody's been in there. Nope. But they keep. Uh, it, but it's funny as the jungle recedes and as the, they keep like finding like evidence of like there's definitely a civilization in there somewhere. Yeah. You know, like we we, we haven't found any. We're just finding just like fragments, just little. Just the, the, the beginnings of fight. So in somewhere in there, they're going to find ruins of some great civilization. Yeah. I have no doubt of that. You know I mean? like There's enough evidence of that already. I yeah. Think. You know, like the whole, like the, it looked like the, the, the mountains, the hills, and it turns out they were temples that had been covered over. Yeah. Over all the years and stuff. So like, there, there's got to be a ton of stuff like that in there. There is, um, you know? I think it's, maybe it's in Ethiopia, but it's this church that, essentially is like made out of like stone like and i don't mean like they the church itself is like carved from stone and assembled i mean a giant stone Mm. and like these ancient peoples 
carved these churches into these giant like rocks. Damn. Like, damn. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But of course, civilization, uh, uh, you know, it, it began in Sumer. Like nowhere else. That's that's always the argument. Is that like, oh no, it began it began Sumer. Why? Well, that's because that's that's we've already settled. The science is settled. Because Fertile Crescent. That's why. Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, that wasn't an argument. That was a place. What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You look at like um, stuff in the Americas where, like, it, it it seems to point that civilization might have begun in the Americas itself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and that there, you know, because. Eons ago, the the oceans weren't what they were, you know. So like, why else would you see Asian and Polynesian uh, uh, fashion, architecture, yep. and uh, uh, influence on the Pacific coast of America? Yeah, there's like a, there was this cave uh, connected to the Grand Canyon somehow, and they found all this like Egyptian shit in it. Yeah, <laughs> like the fuck, like. Well, Af- Africans never came over here. That was, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it sure. was it was just a Spaniard. No evidence of that. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I've been re- reading a little bit of that. Like, I actually just got some books. Uh, are you familiar with uh, Graham Hancock? Of course. So I, I just got like Supernatural and like America before. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't I haven't jumped into them yet. Like they just came in the mail like last week. But like, yeah, he's he's all on that tip too. He's like, there was definitely civilizations here. Yeah, way before the American Indians that we think were the first people here. There's, He's like, there's definitely other evidence of stuff long time before that. Yeah, even like some uh, buildings in America that like they'll say that, uh, you know, in, in big cities, they'll have this uh, like classical uh, Greco-Roman architecture. Like, oh, well, this mm-hmm. was built in uh, uh, 1898. It's like the town wasn't founded until 1880. So you're saying that people in like... The late 1800s that were frontiersmen <laughs> knew how to build this and had the money, if and not. Did it? To, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on. There's uh, the stuff I uh, came across with, um, it's around like 1812, like the year of 1812, or War of 1812, as a, uh, a preface for it. I think it was in December 1811 through the first week of. February 1812, there were uh, like massive earthquakes in the Mississippi Valley. Weird. There's not a tectonic plate <laughs> that ends weird. in the Mississippi no. Valley. Yeah, that's weird. So pretty much from the center of our tectonic plate in America, you had uh, five or six earthquakes within a six-week span. At the same time, the British decide to come back over to America, and the Spaniards decide to go to like Argentina. Like you start seeing Europe come back over for warfare. Now we're we're not really told about this. We're just told that oh yeah, the, the and war started back up again. Right. Well, what if there was some sort of like global cataclysm that happened from these earthquakes, mm. and that they knew that like hey, America just got fucked up. We should go back over there and take advantage of it. So now we can take the country back. That's weird. Quite weird. How could it be? Yeah, that's weird. what could possibly. Is there like a theory? Is like what would have caused it? Um, I'm not too sure about it, but yeah, it's in a, a Little Madrid or New Madrid. The New Madrid earthquakes. Look that up. That sounds yeah. interesting. But yeah, five of them in like six weeks. That's wild. So 
some fuckery. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like what? Because what could cause it from the middle? Because we're yeah. told that's whenever the tectonic plates shift. Yeah, either either grind or one over the other. Yeah, or I forget all the terms and all that. But this this seems to be like if you like uh, you know Atlas holding up the world and then like Atlas buckles a few times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me reposition. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, accounts from it. Uh, talk about that the uh, Mississippi started flowing backwards. It's an interesting one. Yeah. It's an interesting one. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. Pretty fucking wild. There's there's some some interesting, you know, to, to everybody, you know, I mean, they would just, at first, they sound like wild theories and all, well, why would people say that? Uh, but, you know, people will spin anything to gain from it. Yeah. How do you think you know? um, 2020 is going to look in the history books? You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's in like 20 years from now. Kind of depends on who wins in a few days, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You know. Um, Who's going to write the books? Yeah. Like, yeah. If you if you notice, with history of World War II, um, uh, nobody really talks about Japan invading China, right. nor the Vatican funding the Nazis, nor uh, uh, the Prescott Bush and his family... Uh, funding the Nazis, you know what I mean? Like they don't talk about this kind of shit at all. No, no, and and that's you know that's Graham uh, uh, Hancock's whole thing. It's like our, our history has been stolen, and how can we possibly know who we are? Of course, we're experiencing uh, like like a society wide psychosis. We don't even know who we are. Yeah, you know that's kind of his thing. Yeah, species or, or with amnesia. Them. Yeah, you know it's like yeah we don't know who we are. They've stolen our history from us. We have no idea, and we're. Pretty sure, though, we're living in a way that we shouldn't be. Yeah. So, of course, we have this, this societal sickness. You know, it's like like group psychosis or something. I don't know. Psychosis is probably the wrong word. I don't, I don't know. But you know what I mean. There, there's some mental illness of some sort. Yeah, like this. You know? I, I think group think is a bit of a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're... Yeah, anything we're, that co-ops your own agency... Yeah. Is not good for you. Yeah. Through yeah. <laughs> that. You know, like... But this, um, it, it seems to be this idea that it can only happen on the right side of the aisle. Right. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen to to me because I'm on I'm on the left, and we're we're we like you said we believe in science, we believe in progress. Like these are again, they're marketing campaigns to yeah. tug at your emotions, to earn your vote. Mm-hmm. That's that's the name of the game. So mm-hmm. if you don't transcend that and you start Ask yourself, why am I voting this way? Mm-hmm. Why am I like? I've got uh, friends of mine that are voting for Biden just because they think Donald Trump is the uh, greatest yeah. threat to the country. And yeah. while I, I I disagree with them on that notion, I, I I applaud them for being critical thinkers with their vote as far as like their rationale as to why. Sure. And I disagree with your conclusion, but yeah, but I I, I respect that you're at least trying to work it out. Well. I don't like echo chambers, you know what I mean? So, like, if I can't have folks that I disagree with, then I'm just sort of whistling in the dark, thinking that, like, I've, I've got the right answers, you know what I mean? <laughs> Plus, I like, I, I think it's healthy for people to sort of unpack their reasons why and to realize the power in their vote. And, sure. that, and it's not necessarily like, you have the power to change the world. It's like, well, no, you you have – the power of your vote is that that's the one thing you have that nobody can take from you. Like, right. your vote means as much as a billionaire's vote does. Mm-hmm. 
Now, their influence is going to be greater than yours. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it comes to, like, the ballot box, it's 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 going to be worth the same uh, yeah. amount as, as yep. your vote is. Yep. So that that's a very powerful concept to have. And you don't get that whenever you want to flip the board over. Nope. Um, but, like... Well, and it goes beyond like flipping the board over, you know, like, like the other, you know, the, the like kind of same thing is like, oh, I'm gonna take my ball and go home. Mm. Okay, fine. Take your ball and go home. But don't come back with the rototiller and tear up the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like other people are still using this field. Yeah. Just because you don't want to use it anymore. You're done with exactly. it. Exactly. So take your ball and go home, Democrats, if you're pissed. But let, let the rational thinking people like get us back to like a... I'm just not a fan of changing variables in, in a in, in crisis. You know what I mean? Like yeah. th- this COVID thing. I'm sorry, it threw everything off. I think it's been blown way out of what it should have been, and there's too much politics tied in there. But I mean, it, if it is the real threat they want us to believe it is, which I don't believe, but if it was, I, I you don't change horses in the middle of their stream. Yeah. That's another phrase that we use. You know what I mean? And it's like. It's just, why, why change too many things at once? Of course that's going to create chaos. Chaos is the enemy, you know, more so than evil, I think. Like, it, evil's pretty small. I think it's a pretty small group of people that I would actually call, like, actually evil. Certainly they exist, but that's a small group. But chaos? That's dangerous, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's dangerous, bro. That goes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens whenever you decide to go from <laughs> a... Uh, whatever uh, uh, democratic republic that we are to uh, authoritarian anarchy. You know, when you're just like, let's just uh, get rid of everything and we'll figure it out then. That's a really bad way to sort of, like these notions of we need to abolish police, abolish prisons. It's like, okay, abolish prisons. That's a fucking brilliant idea. So uh, let's find all of the rapists and the murderers and the arsonists and the thieves and the pedophiles and all of these vagrants and let's just put them in your neighborhood yeah you know and see how quickly your tune changes i, b- I believe that we should uh, uh free everybody that's incarcerated uh do the controlled sub due to the controlled substance act fact because it's a violation of our constitution it I, is an unconstitutional law i believe so and I, I i think it violates a higher law too like kind of natural law mm-hmm. I, I mean uh it's a fucking plant, bro. Yeah. It's a fucking plant, bro. Like, I, I, I'm sorry that some people might have an issue with the plant. Don't use it. It's a fucking talk, plant, bro. Talk to your kids about it if you don't want them using so, it. I, I have a problem with all the sugar y'all keep putting in everything. I have a problem with all these fake products. I have a problem with brominated bread products. <laughs> this is a fucking plant. Yeah. It's a plant. You know? And it's like we don't ban these other things. And so it's like the argument, oh, it's bad for you. So the fuck what? Yeah. So it's, number one, it's not. But even if it was, so the fuck what? Why haven't they made poisonous berries illegal? It, it's just stupid. And, and, it, and this comes back to, I think a lot of these people are, are either, you know, moral relativists or, or they think they're atheists or whatever. Because like I said, to me, there's a higher authority than government. You know, you have society, you know, we have religion that... To, you know that that to me is is bigger than government. I, for me personally, and I'm not I'm not a Bible thumper, but when it comes to this, and especially in this part of the country, I like to quote a specific verse out of Genesis 128. 
It says, I've given you all the seed-bearing plants and herbs to use. I think it's 112. 112 is where God, it says, I have created the seed-bearing plants and herbs and saw that they were good. Ah. He actually gives them to Adam in 128. Mm. So, yeah, he created them in 112. He gives them to mankind in 128. Ah. We have two separate verses that cover this. At the very beginning of the book, it's probably a big deal. <laughs> it's probably a big deal. You know? Like, uh, and then you, you get into other things. I mean, like I said, I, there's a certain part of me, like I, I think I overcame my kind of agnosticism through ingesting substances. I mentioned that earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, like... Uh, I mean, that's what brought me back to God. It wasn't me a congregation. Too. It was uh, uh, eating too many mushrooms when I was like 23 or 24. It took me having an experience that I cannot deny was spiritual. Yeah. I, I cannot. It was the realest thing I've ever experienced. And I feel like I met God that day or night as whatever it may have been, you know, but like, yeah, it's some interesting stuff, man. Like I, I just, I just don't think you can tell people that you can't also Take something to put yourself in an altered state of consciousness. Well, I, like, I, I think being able to do that is is not only like fundamental to your your life experience, but you can gain a lot of benefit from these substances that people are just ignorant about. Yeah. But you know, hey, government, hey, uh, you know, it, God made a mistake, so government fixed it. <laughs> I think that aside from that, I agree with you, <clears throat> but. Uh, Anything that's readily available in nature is, is n should never be illegal to have. No. Like, no. There, now, there's not a meth tree. There's not a, a, a fentanyl bush, to right. my knowledge. You know what I mean? But, like, to, to say that, like, you can't have certain mushrooms or weed or a cactus... Or ergot, or <laughs> right, or even uh, like stuff like coca leaves or sassafras. Like these things are readily here for us. Nightshade, laurel, yeah, all of these things documented through history of being used by people. Yeah, as medicine, as spiritual aids, as many things. You know, I don't tell me it's wrong. Don't tell me it's a crime. Well, we've we've only not only is it not a crime, it should be like mandatory. I don't really mean that, but you know what I mean. Right. Like, like, like it, it's it's a beautiful thing. I wish everybody could experience what I've experienced on psychedelic mushrooms. I, and I, I've tried many different kinds of mushrooms. You know, from the big, our local, you know, big fat purple nipples that we get around here. Mm -hmm. You know, to the cubensis and what are they? The psilocybin. You, you know, all the teachers. Yeah, you know, there, there's so many. I've, I've never had like the amanita muscarias or whatever, but. I, I hear with those, the only time it uh, has strong psychedelic properties is after it's gone through uh, 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 some sort of a filtration Digestive system. Digestive systems. Yeah. yeah, that's what it, I've heard. It either uh, has to be uh, peed out by a, a reindeer or a yeah. shaman yeah. or you eat the, the droppings. Yeah, and, yeah. I've, and I've then you trip. Too. But... Yeah, exactly. So I've never done any of that kind of stuff. But like, I, I I'm not. I'm not trying to eat shit, bro. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. I, I don't even want that coffee that like the rat ate or whatever. You heard about that stuff? You know, no. that, it's the same process. It's like there or, or there's this uh, there's this coffee bean that some animal eats and then shits it out and it's the greatest coffee in the world. Oh, fantastic! It's shit. It's literally shit. <laughs> but it's coffee. I don't, I don't drink that shit. That's when you can say I don't drink that shit. But like. 
Yeah, I don't know, but but you know, there's there's so many things, and like I said, it exists in too many places in in the world, and there's too many varieties of it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like like the the mycological record of our of our is is, is ridiculous. I mean, like fungus might have been the first organism. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's the oldest. If there's any any knowledge contained in anything, it's fucking fungus, bro. Well, even like, like underneath America, there's like something like a giant like mycology map or whatever yeah. it's called, like where it's like I I don't know where it would be, maybe below the bedrock or something, but there's like pretty much a giant mushroom network yeah. that covers the entire country. Yeah. Like just underground. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating stuff. Like I, the, the, I've I've heard, like I said, I read a lot of this, this stuff interests me, you know, and 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 listen to lectures and stuff. And you guys talk about like the 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 way like information travels through like trees. We kind of know that, you know, and they've discovered that like you know like the redwood forest is basically one organism. It's all interconnected below the earth, you know. Right. And so it's really one organism with different. It's like we're seeing like the extremities of it. It's like the almost like the nervous system of it coming up out of the ground, you know, kind of thing. And so it doesn't surprise me at all that there could be giant network, you know, and these things that, like said, the, the, the plant communication, we know this happens. And so, I mean, why wouldn't that be the case? You know what I mean? That's almost like easier for me to believe that that has occurred and that's how these things terraformed and, and happened. Right. Because, I mean, otherwise, it's, it's, it's tough to, to get there without that. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, unless you gotta... you're just like straight creationist, which I think that's lazy, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's it's a way to sort of build another echo chamber, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. where it's like, well, this is the only book we need. It's like I don't care what book is in your hand, that's not the only book we need. Yeah, I, I, and I like you know, and it's fun. Like the, the more I learn about science, the more God is real to me. Actually, and I know some people think those are like exclusive somehow. I, I I do not. I think you can use science to make arguments for the existence of God quite profoundly. Yeah, and, and and the more I see of it, like a lot of scientists talk about there, there's this X factor to a lot of things. You know, this inexplicable, whatever. They don't tell me there's no evidence for God. Don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and the, and the more I'm just like, there's clearly intelligence. It's not, it's, I, well, I, I can't see this as being haphazard. Again, because of my use of psychedelic drugs, I know that everything is connected. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, well, I think with a lot, of those, <laughs> a lot of those folks, too, it's like, well, when you're, when you're given this worldview and you're told this is the universe, this is what it is, mm-hmm. Then you're sort of, sort of putting the blinders on. And you're using like, you know, uh, applied uh, uh, theory and physics to sort of say, well, these are our limitations. It's like, well, okay, maybe, but these are theories. Yeah, it's it, we're not talking about a law. You know, like according to Einstein, there is no ether mm-hmm. in, in, in the air. Like it does not exist. That was how he had to get around uh, the failure of the. Uh, Michelson Morley experiment sure. and his uh, theory of special relativity was he said that okay well there actually is no ether and if we do that then Copernicus still lives. So I mean like think about that like the, the ether the other word would be like the firmament like I believe that all the way up to Einstein? Well the firmament would be our atmosphere. It would be like the shell of our atmosphere. The, <laughs> okay. The, I got the, you. The, the ether would be like chi. Okay. Like. Interesting. Interesting. Still fascinating stuff yeah. to me. So like, I mean, like the the ether is this. It's this. It's like the the magnetism in the sky, right? Like whenever they send a satellite up on a balloon, 
they're not they're not I know NASA will say like and then they uh, they uh, cut the balloon and then the satellite uh, goes into orbit. It makes a lot more sense if you just use balloons to send it up to this spot in our atmosphere where you know boop there's a magnetic orbit that's just going to pick it up yeah. and there it goes and you yeah. never have to worry about it again. No propulsion or anything. It just rides the same way like our moon rides around like Earth. Right. Yeah. There there there's a, a, who is it? A Ptolemy, I think, talked about a, a, a deferent and an equant as far as like how the universe moves. That it's like these pivot arms, right? So, um, for example, um, of the sky, Tycho Brahe made a geocentric model after Copernicus and after uh, uh, Ptolemy, where the uh, the Earth occupies the center. Okay. The Sun and the Moon go around the Earth, and all the other planets still go around the Sun. So the Earth is fixed. The sun moves on the hmm. its its own uh, 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 ecliptic or elliptic, one of the two. E- e- elliptic, yeah. mm-hmm. and it carries the rest of the universe with it, going around it. But Earth is still the center of the universe. Earth is still the center. It's a fixed location. What's interesting is Einstein uh, uh, said that uh, you can actually use either argument, geocentrist mm-hmm. or heliocentric, and you can argue either with mathematics on an, a, a near identical level. We call them coordinate systems. And that you could, the same sentence of the earth moves and the sun is at rest or the earth is at rest and the sun moves are two different ways to explain the same phenomenon. <laughs> That's uh, wild. Uh, Mach, who uh, came up, uh, you know, the term uh, Mach 5, Mach 4, yeah. that's named after Ernst Mach, he came up with... Um, this mathematical formula that shows that we actually can't prove if we're moving or not. Right. That the, so o- <laughs> the oblation of the Earth that we see, you know, that whoop, the little squash where we're not truly a, a sphere. Right. Is we get that same result whether the Earth is fixed and space moves around us or if space is fixed mm-hmm. and we're moving through space. <laughs> we get the same results either way. That's a brain bender in it. <laughs> Here, here's, a, here's another one for you. So as far as science for um, the existence of God, um, Hubble. Uh, Hubble discovered uh, the redshift, right? Where he noticed these galaxies appeared to be just this is, this flying. Is Doppler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, going further away were redder and they were moving faster than the ones that were closer. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And uh, th- this, was, um, this was not good because Hubble, he said that the idea of geocentrism, uh, while it could not be disproven, was an uh, intolerable uh, position to take because it puts the Earth near a local void, the center of the observable universe, even after discovering the redshift, mm. because it's velocity coming from one fixed location. Right. So to get around that, he came up with dark energy, and dark matter. So dark energy wow. is the phenomena that pushes all these galaxies yeah. away from us in a seemingly uniform way, but no matter the argument is from no matter where you look in space, it's always going to look uniform from no matter where you're at. And dark matter was the substance that somehow held it together even though it looks like it's moving further and further away from us. That you have to have something hold it together. So he comes up with this to keep Copernicus afloat in the 20th century. Meanwhile, if you say the Earth is the center 
And it's velocity that causes the redshift from this big bang from coming out directly from uh, the Earth. Dark energy and dark matter aren't needed. Everything equals out. The, the math doesn't equal out with Hubble's predictions. Mm. It's off by a factor of 10 to the 120th. Oh, wow. 10 with 120 zeros after it. Wow. And that's, quote-unquote, proven science. The science is settled right. with what the universe right. is. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? science at any given point, I like what you said earlier. It's like it's kind of like what we understand up to this point, yeah. <laughs> but it's likely to change. You know, it's 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 just kind of where we are now. Yeah, the the folks that usually say like, well, that's that's already settled, or you know, the the, the decisions made, the decisions final. Those are folks that currently have power. Yeah, and no matter if you're talking about science or politics or academia or your yeah. job, these are folks that they're set. And they like where they're at. And so they're trying to protect that. Yeah. yeah Self-preservation that, comes sure. before anything else. Sure. You know? Sure. And, and and if you can get some power for yourself out of it too, you know, you can increase your profits. Yeah, why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah, self-preservation is a powerful thing. Absolutely. Uh, what other uh, glass of water? That'd be great. That'd be great. So, yeah, I, I like getting into that stuff, man. You know, like the, the almost like the... I don't know if it's the philosophy of science or the science of philosophy, you know, kind of mm. talking about that stuff, you know, like, hey, are we spinning or is it spinning? Who cares? Yeah. You know, like, it, it, it doesn't change your life in any way or another. You know, a, like, no, I mean, maybe on a fundamental level, but you know what? Um, tomorrow, I'm, I'm still going to have to show up for my job. Yeah. I'm still going to have to pay my bills at the end of the week. Yeah, exactly. But, it, and, and for, you know, like I said, from a, like a philosophical standpoint... If we are the only planet that has consciousness on it, mm-hmm. we might as well be the center of the universe. So what's it matter? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's almost kind of one of those things. It's like, me, uh, <laughs> you know, like it was. It was just something that like th- these are things that like I I didn't learn about until like I started getting into conspiracies. And, sure, you know I, I always liked conspiracies. Like I liked you know, I liked to you know I lived through nine eleven. I was in high school. Uh, still, whenever that happened, so yeah, well, yeah, we got a dose before that too. You remember all the conspiracies with Columbine? Yeah, like yeah, that was our generation. We we got that. Yeah, and and it, yeah, it just it seems like it went off the chain from there. You know. Well, I didn't realize how multifaceted it was. I always yeah. thought it had something to do with a government cover up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which yeah. I mean, I guess arguably all of them are some sort of cover up. But whenever. I started realizing that like old world conspiracies were more than just Bigfoot and aliens and Mm -hmm. that you can actually look at like the timeline of sort of like what happened in the, uh, from the Renaissance till now, like not that long of a time span. If you think about it, it's like 400 years roughly from like the Renaissance. I think that was like late 15, early 1600s was when that was going on. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, just just a blink as far as, like, the time of Earth, you know? And yeah. yet, that's... Th- this is all we know is, like, this, like, 2,000 years? Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. It's garbage. It's like, it, it's back to the, our, our stolen history or our lost history or something. Because, like, I, I'm sorry, man. The people that, you know, you know some people think that we're 6,000 years old as a species. That's garbage. Some people think we're 25,000 years old. That's garbage. 100,000 years old. I, that's garbage, man. Like, I, I'm... There's, we came out of the trees about two million years ago. Like, we are such a, a much older species than people think. 
Yeah. Like the evidence is there, and I mean, I, I don't know, whatever theory of evolution you like. I I, I, I keep hey, I, I don't want to be the mushroom guy, but I keep coming back to this. Are you familiar with Terence McKenna's stone ape theory? Mm-hmm. As the as the as the humanoids came out of the trees, right, and we, we we're, we're evolving from apes, and we're we're moving across the land, and we're migratory, probably encountered in our migrations psilocybin mushrooms, and so generationally, you know, we've they've proven that you know you eat a mushroom, it, it actually it increases uh, uh, neurogenesis, neuroplasticity, all this kind of stuff, and so that might have contributed to the growing of the brain, and so over thousands of years of, of, you know, migrations across and annually maybe consuming this thing through a time of, you know, right. the brain grows, the brain grows, the brain grows. So, I mean, like, there's... McKenna can never prove that. Like, that's one of those things that's so far back and it's, it's an improvable hypothesis. Right. And even he says that. But what are other actual, like, working hypotheses for, like, evolution and, like, the the machine of evolution like how did it happen like a lot of us believe that it happened but like how so i you know i i i, I dig that you know but like i, I i'm sidetracking but like the, the point of us being like we're such an old species but we know nothing about ourselves yeah and and we're at this point where we're dealing with things that we're not ready to deal with like um the the notion that we weren't ready for social media i think is legit um, and this actually is one of the things that caused like a big pause in the, like the way that I openly think about things or, or would actively think about things. Like especially as a libertarian, I'm always like free market, that's what's up. If you can make it, sell it, you know, kind of shit, you know, just wide open free market. We probably should have pumped the brakes on, on social media and smartphones and all that kind of stuff and thought about it before we made it widely available. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like here's this technology and all of a sudden we're now – subject to the opinions of everyone on earth. Can you imagine being one of the people that gets like shamed or made into a meme? I was thinking about that. It's going to follow you forever. Yeah, I was thinking about that the uh, the other day. There's one meme where, I forget where what it was, but it was like some porn where this, this guy wanted to Offer his wife up as a you know as a as a gangbang uh, uh, a whore pretty much, and like he's you know after like you know she like takes on like two or three guys and he's like he's like yeah that's fucking hot and then like the sixth and seventh guy and then you know they keep coming and you can just see in his face like like seeing his wife now that like she has like no interest left in yeah. like this man because he yeah. offered her his property you know and then it's him just sitting down just like starting to like cry and they've taken this image of this man like just sort of like realizing like i really fucked up my entire life right now yeah my marriage like my my uh they're filming me like they're seeing and all this has just hit him and it's documented on the internet forever you will never escape this yeah but yeah like and i think about that like as far as like like i wonder how many of like these folks have like like, like, done self-harm or, yeah. like, had to have, like, some sort of, like, counseling like, for it. I, I, you look at the, you know, the levels of, you know, like, uh, uh, depression and suicide and, and, and you know, like, like, like especially, like, teen suicide and, and all this kind of stuff. It, it super spikes right about 2009, which is when we all started getting smartphones. Yeah. I know I got mine in 2008. I think I got my first iPhone in 2008. Probably got my Facebook account in 2010. You know what I mean? Like, right. 
it's right there. I mean, like you look at the data, it's right there. Like all of a sudden we're, we're hyper-connected. We're, we're, like I said, you can't escape anything. Everything's just out there. Like we're more connected, but we're more separated than ever. It's like, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, maybe it's because, like I said, we, we don't know who we are. Maybe had we maintained our history and we knew who we were, we'd be ready for this technology. But we're clearly not. You know what I mean? It's like... You think it was planned technology? Or do you think it was just one of these things where, like, we just sort of stumbled on it? Yeah, I, I think it just kind of happened. I, I, don't, I don't think anybody could have predicted this, you know, like, pre-internet, you know, kind of stuff. And, like, even you go back to, like, when they, when they signed, like, 230. That was, that was what, 07? I don't know what that is, 230. Uh, uh, two, 230 is what gives, uh, uh, like, internet protections to, to uh, like, the distinction between being, like, a publisher and a platform. Oh, okay. It's what gives the protection so that you don't, you're not liable to what's presented on your platform. But it's, it's so vague, and it's, so, it's worded so vague. Nobody could have predicted social media at that time. Right. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was planned, but I, I think it was one of those things, by the time anybody realized what was happening, it was, it was like, oh, shit. The, the wheel had already rolled over us. <laughs> right. You know, it's like... Have, have you seen uh, Social Dilemma? Have you watched that yet? Um, I canceled my Netflix out of the cutie scandal. Okay. Um, I've never paid Netflix money. I have somebody's password. And I, you know, <laughs> if they cancel it, I'm not mad at them. You know what I mean? Like, right. I get it. But, you know I mean? By that token, I got my mama's Amazon Prime, too. So, <laughs> You know, whatever. Yeah, I. Um, but uh, there's this documentary that's out. I've, uh, I've, I've heard, I've heard about it, and a lot of folks recommended it. It's, uh, it's eye opening. It's eye because it's the people that like made Facebook. It's, it's not Mark. It's the other guy, right? You know, and it's, uh, it's the guy that like was like the CEO of like Pinterest, and they're talking about. They're like, yeah, we kind of knew what we were doing, and we thought we could handle it, and even when it got to the point where we realized it got away from us, we kept doing it. It's like, you guys are fucking evil. I mean, like, the, the real wake-up part to me was the guy, it's like, at Pinterest, and he's talking about, yeah, we, I mean, it's like, it's designed on, uh, 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 like, psychological manipulation. I mean, like, that, it's not an accident. This was by design. We right. made it this way. We made it to addict you. And he's like, and I know this, I'm making decisions about this, and I myself am addicted to it. Like, that's fucked up. Like, even the guy that knows he's doing it to people... Falls victim to it, it's too powerful, man. We're not ready for it's like this. Getting high on your own supply. Yeah, like we're not ready for this, man. Like the, this, like the dopamine reaction that we get to it, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's the the most. I don't know about most alarming. I think the censorship's most alarming, but mm. one of the more alarming uh, aspects of it. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of like a, a an accepted addiction. Mm-hmm. Which we have a lot of that, but the fact that we've now spread this to children. Yeah, well, it's that's unconscionable. We're, we're using technology and a, uh, dependency to regulate dopamine. Yeah, like that's a bad idea. It's not good. You, dopamine should be regulated from human interaction. Yeah, and like natural. Re- yeah, natural reward system. Yeah, you know? not the fact that you get your reward, your dopamine reward for being a total fucking cock to somebody that's wrong yeah. that's a bad system yeah. you know people just go on there with the keyboard kung fu and just yeah. Yeah. you know like man that's a bad thing to be 
like like what I got like negative reinforcement. You know, you're like you're reinforcing the negative behavior. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, oh. I yeah, I stopped news. even uh, like debating people like through like texts and whatnot. Um, I, just because like I, people get so mad, yeah. and then like there was something somebody a friend of mine had something with like Linda Sarsour, you know, a pro Sharia law uh, uh, champion. Talking about women's rights, oh, oh, the fucking irony of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it was something along the lines of, uh, like, if uh, if your movement isn't led by a uh, like a woman of color, you're in the wrong movement. And it has a picture of Linda Sarsour. Like, like as far as I had mentioned something like 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 no, or just something matter of fact, (laughs) like 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 incorrect, no. Like, and then somebody was like chiming in, like, "Oh, what do you see problematic about this? Is it because of this? Is it because of this?" And it's like, "I'm not fucking talking to you. Yeah, I don't know who you are. I don't give a shit about your opinion. My friend posted this. They don't care that I disagree with them on this. Yeah, you do. And and the fact that people, why do you care what people you will never meet think of you? Yeah." Why is that an issue to you? Because that's a super fucked up priority. I, I think it goes back to the dopamine regulation. Because think about it, if you win the online argument, if you, if you cause the other person to either lose their cool, yeah. or even if like you, it's something so small where it's like you can't even type right. You know, like yeah, like that they'll find any jab that they can get to be like, come on, man, I just need my fucking dopamine. Like, yeah, just I, let me win. You know. Yeah, you're right. Because why wouldn't they be clucking like a junkie? That's exactly. I, I mean, you're addicted to it, so if you hadn't had it in a while, of course you're gonna go do whatever you gotta do. Which is yeah, it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's because it's like fucking ridiculous. Again, like a lot of stuff, you add in like the dopamine and the 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 ideologue uh, wokeism and all this stuff, and like it's 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 a very masturbatory way to look at the world. Sure. But 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 yeah, you, they're on there, you're getting your dopamine hits, you know, via your thumbs, you know, and you're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, the people that you're talking to are, yeah, 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 and you're all in a group and you all agree with each other and you all share the same tweets, you know, and you, you don't have any friends that don't agree with you. And yeah, 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 yeah. Like, man, that's, that's, it's a junkie collective. Yes. Yeah. And then somebody comes in and says, no. Somebody comes in yeah. and says, "You guys are, you guys are uh, uh, all junkies." And they here. lose their fucking minds. Yeah, like, how dare you? Just picture like Greta, you know, right? Like, and anytime somebody will, like have like something like smart to smart to say online, I'll just post the gif of Greta saying like, "How dare you? How dare you? Like, Stolen my dreams." Like, this is a really stupid uh, uh, position for you to take on you. If you looked into it a little bit, you would understand a little bit more. But I guess you don't. My response, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah, like, the, I don't the, give a the, shit. The keyboard kung fu masters just need to go away. Like it's They're like, not going to. No, they won't because it's there's no consequence. It, it's something you can do with no consequence. Well, you, you get rewarded from it and there's no consequence. Yeah. I mean, and, unless you're spouting, the, unless you're on the right. Yeah. You know, then, then they'll cut you off. There's, a, but. there's an e-friend of mine I have. She lives, I think, over in Climax or Bainbridge, like... Far, far west Georgia, and she's like hardcore leftist, like hard. How's that working out in Bainbridge? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why she's a hardcore leftist. Is yeah. she does not want to be a product of her it's environment. It's a rebellion. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she had a uh, she had sent me uh, 
something like uh, for like one of her pages or like her business, you know, your Facebook page, like, you know, so-and-so wants you to like it. So I sent her a message. I was like, like, hey, is this your actual business or for somebody else? She's like, oh, no, it's for me. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I'll follow it. I was like, by the way, I just wanted to let you know that, uh, you know, I, I agree, uh, or I don't agree, uh, excuse me, uh, I enjoy seeing your posts online, even though I, I disagree with you a fair amount, but you seem to be uh, uh, one of the most tolerant uh, leftists that I've encountered. She's mm. like, well, I'm pretty tolerant, except for anybody right of center. I was like, oh, I'm Republican, yeah. so I'm just right of center. Yeah. And uh, I thought at first that she was going to go off on this tirade or, like, delete me or whatnot. No. Yeah. Like, kept me in. I think because I was one of these anomalies that she... She's madly intelligent, but I'm not too easily pigeonholed. Right. You know? Right. So, just like she probably is not too easily pigeonholed. So, I think that's a slow way of how to sort of transcend this sort of time we're in. If we don't go to civil war, and, you know, if we keep it civil. Right. <laughs> but it's just through a dialogue and through, like, trying to show, like, like hey, like, what what are your values? Where mm-hmm. where do they line up? I guarantee you, people that you think are disgusting because of their political views, they probably agree with you on most things. That like yeah. most people want the world to be a better place. Yeah, yeah. Like th- like this divide that we see. You know, we we're told that everything's a fifty fifty split. And it's really not. No, it's really not. I think most people are like eighty twenty on most stuff. Well, there's like, you know, and, but it's sh- those twenty get us fired up. Yeah, but I think eighty percent of us are. are we, I think we agree on like 80% of a lot of stuff. Even people right and left. You know, whether you agree with like the way to go about it, we, t- we tend to agree on like what the problems are. The disagreement is how do we fix it? You know, yeah. I mean, the, the, the disagreement isn't that the problems but, exist or don't exist. Yeah, and, and that's what, but that's what the media spin does, you know, and they do all this stuff and they, and they, and they, they, they boil everything down to these. Simplicities, so that they can attack them, mm-hmm. which is you know garbage, you know, and it's just all straw man arguments anyway, which is ridiculous. Like I, I get that a lot. This is I actually thought of this earlier when we were talking about like uh, uh, atheists and stuff. Um, when they you know like they, they they'll try to talk down and be like, oh, I can't believe you believe in a little man in a robe with a beard who watches over everything, that's listening to your prayers, and I'm like. I don't. I don't believe that. Do you believe that? Uh, like or, personally, no. Like no, I don't. Believe, it's like I don't. I don't. I don't believe that. But you're trying to attack me. Like that's what I. I mean, that's the definition of a straw man argument. Yeah. Which is a logical fallacy. Right. And and these happen all the time. I've been trying to learn like how to catch these. But man, politics is nothing but logical fallacies. Yeah. It's straw man arguments. It's red herrings. It's. Like I was talking about, you're not a, you're not a real libertarian. That's the no true Scotsman, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, these are all just logical fallacies that people throw around, you know. And and it's like, but your logic doesn't work. How can your whole basis of what you're doing be flawed logic? It's a good way to paint yourself in a corner. Yeah, fact. And, and and I and yeah. they're tough. Like I said, I've gone out of my way to try to identify them, to try to learn to see them when they. And it's hard to spot them sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they're real sneaky, you know. And like I said, I have, I have this book. It's like this old textbook from like, I don't know, like nineteen sixty something. It's awesome. I found it like a used bookstore. It's just called Logic, and it's it's a philosophy book, and it's 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 it's, it's like how to think, but it's, it's it talks about logical fallacies. There's a whole chapter on just identifying them, and, and like I've read that chapter over and over again, and it's 
they're tough. And so, like, I know if I'm looking for them and I'm missing them, I, I know a lot of people are missing them. Right. You know what I mean? A lot like, of people are missing them. Yeah, I didn't start getting into, like, that kind of stuff until, like, the past couple of years. And then yeah. uh, learned, like, things like false equivalencies, ad hominems, yeah. straw man. Yeah, arguments. all of that, yeah. The yeah. false equivalency one happens all the time. Like, that's probably the most common. Well, Obama see. did this. We ain't talking about Obama. We're not talking about that. It's like... <laughs> it's like, I... Yeah, well, Trump just, said this. We ain't talking about Trump. You yeah, know? I can't believe you'd support this guy. He did that. That has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Nothing. It's a false equivalency. Like, it's just all the time. And, you know, you can't point that stuff out to people. You know, you try to be like, hey, I, I think you need to rethink this part. I think there might be a, a, a chink in your logic here, you know, or just a, there's a, a, a something's not work. It just pisses people off. You can't tell people that, you know, so it's like. Well, a lot of folks will think that you're trying to tell them that they're not good enough. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's like, like... I'm not making a value judgment on you. It's like, you're good enough. We're having the conversation. Yeah. If I didn't think... If I thought I was better than you, I wouldn't talk to you. It, you have to really sort of... You know, I'm a big bomb with a wet fuse. So you have to really push me to a certain threshold where I'm like, I, your opinion means nothing to Yeah. Me, you know? Yeah. And I'm not in the... Like we were talking about earlier, like strangers online, like who the fuck are you? But like, if I know you and like had respect for you, you would have to do something pretty deliberate yeah. or pretty um, uh, vapid <laughs> for for me to uh, write you off. As far as just like like your like you just your opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. And like you know back in the day it was like folks that would tell me that i was going to hell because i didn't go to their church mm-hmm. and i was like i was like well, who gave you the list of who gets in yeah you know who who doesn't get into heaven and now i see it as with authoritarians for the most part like but i i don't understand how folks that hate the government want to usher in marxism like that that makes yeah. no fucking sense to None. me. And like, oh well, you know, that's you know, the means of production need to go back to the workers. It's like, okay, what, what does, that, does mean? that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? Can't tell you. No, that it's what it means to them is that they're dissatisfied mm-hmm. and they think that if they try this, then at least maybe it'll work. Because yeah. nothing's worked for them so far. Right? It's like, well, Maybe there's something, I know I kind of sound like a, a, a missionary here, but maybe there's a bigger purpose for you other than uh, uh, this sort of poisonous ideology yeah. of Marxism. Yeah. Like, show me where it's done good in the world. Once. Once. Just anything. Just give me something to work with and I'll listen. Yeah. They don't care if you care. No, no, that, that's the other thing. They it's don't like, care if you care. Yeah, it's like if you disagree, they're like, oh, well, you're a fascist. Fuck you. Yeah. No platform for fascists. It's like, all right, so you just want to paint yourself in a corner then? That's fine. But, and they can hold down that corner. But the problem is, if they ever try to come into my corner, I'll fuck them up. Sure. Like, I'm not about this sort of authoritarianism at all. Um, I, I, 
again, like if, if you find meaning within the idea of, of communism and want to do the anarcho route, more power to you. God bless America. You have the ability to be able to do that. You can get a group together. You guys can buy land yep. as a group and set up your commune and maintain it, have autonomy to where you are self-reliant and you don't have to deal with uh, any of the government uh, around you, you yeah, know? basically. And, I mean, I think that's a noble goal to have. The same way if you want to be uh, anarcho-libertarian about something where, you know, you, you don't, you just want your land and you want to be able to tell people, this is mine, you can't have any of it. It's the same difference, or excuse me, there's no difference between that and anarcho-communists other than one's about collective mm-hmm. and one's about individuality. Sure. But they're still both about autonomy and keeping... Uh, themselves governing themselves. Yeah, you know? it, it's the authoritarian communism that that's an issue. It's, yeah, it's like anytime you bring, like I said, anytime the coercion comes into it, that's when I'm out. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm out. Like I said, I, I don't have any problem with the anarchy part of it. Like I said, I I, I get a lot of that. Like I, it, matter of fact, if you never read like Murray Rothbard, the great read, you know, he's, he's an cap, you know, anarcho uh, anarcho capitalist, you know, like dude is awesome. I mean, he he ruthless in 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 his anarchism, you know, like like awesome. Yeah, that's what like, I meant to say earlier as anarcho capitalism, yeah, anarcho libertarian. I, I know what you meant, yeah. but it, it's 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 like you know Murray Rothbard is just like it's he was awesome. He was a great mind, you know, like he understood the economics and he understood that these things just as soon as people involve themselves, like things get get messed up. But like I said, I don't have a problem with that. It's a good I, it's a good goal I think to scale the government back and back and back and have as little a government as possible. Mm-hmm. I was like that Harry Brown quote, you know, uh, I want the government to fit inside the constitution. Yeah. You know, like it needs to be that small. So I you know, like I said, I'm not yeah, I'm not mad at the at the communism part, I'm not mad at the anarchy part. It's the coercion part. Yeah. End of the day, yeah, it's the coercion part. Yeah. You do what you want to do, but as soon as you tell me what I got to do, that's when I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's... Yeah. that's well, I, I find that to be a, a detestable way to live life is to tell other people what to believe, what yeah. to think, what to yep. say, where to work, what their future is going to be, what they need to pray to, mm-hmm. like, when when the time is to go to sleep, when the time is to be outside, like... And what, what I see, and I, uh, I do agree with you, coming up on the ballot... What we seem to have is freedom and, or excuse me, or freedom or safety. Mm-hmm. And you're not guaranteed either one of these, by the way. No. But if that is what you're putting at the top of the pyramid, as far as you know what you're aiming for on the horizon, I'm going to choose freedom. Every time. Every time. <laughs> so Every time. It's like, yeah, the, the ballot right now, I mean, like, like there's a, there's, I've been trying to think of different ways, but I've been posting snarky stuff, you know. Um, like, it's like, are, are you voting for, uh, you know, like, online freedom, or are you going to vote for digital dystopia? Yeah. Because, I mean, really, that's a valid frame for what we're looking at. A digital dystopia, absolutely. It, absolutely. It, you know, it's like, yeah, are, are you going to vote for american values or are you gonna vote for dismantling this shit and it's not hyperbolic to say it that way because i mean that's what's what it's what these people are talking about yeah you know i mean it's like do, do the idea that these people can create a utopia an egalitarian end for everyone that audacity the arrogance like 
that's not what we're here for. And again, as, as a religious kind of side of things, like that, if that was the plan, it would have been set up that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. We, you know, it's like even the, you know, the, the Matrix, they talk about the first iterations of the Matrix were paradise and people rejected it. It's just, sorry, man. It's just like, it's not perfect. But it's like th- this, this attempt to, to like make everything perfect for everyone, it like removes the agency from everyone to be a good person. Like, what's being a good person if you didn't have a choice? Right. Yeah, well, these notions of like your uh, social credit score. Oh, so God. They're, they're going to bring it, man. I, I, I bet you they're going to bring it in. It, that, it probably won't be, uh, you know, during during the, uh, the, the Trump second term if he gets uh, elected, but as far as like post-Trump America, yeah. like that is kind of what frightens me more. And the, the, that is one argument from mm. uh, uh, liberal friends of mine where they're like, what he's done with the culture war is what frightens them because they feel that all the stuff that's being inflamed on the left, if it weren't for Trump, that they would be not as uh, livid in their ideological pursuits. Oh, now, that's I, lazy. I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, that's but, lazy. But I get I get the the logic behind it as sure. far as like how they got to that conclusion. I I think uh, I think America. I don't think America is done. I hope not. I really hope not. But the twentieth century is kaput. And we've been living in nostalgia of the 20th century for 20 years now. Fact. And now we have to look towards what do we want the 21st century to be? Where do we want to be at the end of this century? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you where I don't want to be is censored online, paying more taxes, being told I have to mask up, being told I don't even go to church, but being told when is acceptable to go to church, right. being told what protests are legitimate which ones are not I, I i and and being told like what is the um the appropriate way to think and treat people yeah. like i do not believe in the this identity politics balderdash that they've been pushing down our yeah, throats garbage. where you like okay well what is somebody's ethnicity what is their orientation uh, uh, what is their religion like? It, it it quantifies humanity. Like I'm a pretty firm believer that you should judge somebody as an individual based on their character, their actions, their ideas, and their consistency with all of it. Like that's how you should judge a person. How you shouldn't judge a person it should say is uh, well, I notice you're a white gay woman, so. I don't like the white part of it, but because you're a non-hetero and not male, we're going to give you two yeah. out of three brownie points on this yeah. one. It, it, it's a what, what, it's a uh, intellectual aestheticism. Mm. I'm going to make my decisions based on what makes me feel good. Yeah, like fuck you. Yeah, you're some- a problem. These are the people we were talking earlier. You're inflicting your ignorance on everyone else. Yeah. Because it makes you feel good. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, yeah. Like, like, Dan, Dan Crenshaw had a <coughs> had a statement about that. He said that well, maybe instead of doing what we think feels good, we should start doing something that does good. Mm-hmm. And how you do that is you have to quit looking at party lines, and you have to start looking at the bigger picture. And yeah. being like, okay, well. 
if this happens, then what's going to happen 20 years from now? Yeah. And everything I see with, uh, well, I shouldn't say everything. I don't want to be that broad of, of, a, uh, of a scope on it. The majority of things that I see from the left side of the aisle point to what I would consider bad news for mm-hmm. the end of the twentieth uh, end of the twenty first century. Sure. So yeah, I, I I don't I don't see how we survive their plan. Not as a country, anyway. I mean, we might you know like. Uh, well, it'll become like a what was it? Snowpiercer, like the. About the uh, the train, <laughs> so that's a weird one. Yeah, so like, well, it's this uh, um, uh, allegory for a uh, like a, a new world order, right? Everybody in the back car, the lower classes, everybody's fed, yeah. everybody's taken care of, but everybody has to get the same. Everybody eats the same, you know. Everybody, it's egalitarian, and yeah. meanwhile, everybody's safe and protected. Yeah, yeah, you're safe. Don't worry. You'll never go hungry again. Eat your government cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then as the the guy, like, you know, progresses through the train and gets to the front and realizes that, oh, they're having banquets up here. Yeah. They have feasts up here. They have comfort up here and luxury. So while you have safety, it's really the illusion of safety brought to you from enslavement from the upper echelons of society. Yeah. yeah. So just because you got uh, uh, what is it, uh, a cot and a, a roof over your head or you know whatever that expression is, just because you have your basic necessities doesn't mean that you're doing well. Yeah, three squares in a bed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's, that's uh, it's the working definition of poverty, you know. like uh, Yeah, and plus like, wh- like how can you transcend that? You can't. Yeah, if, no if mobility. It, yeah, if if ever if everything is equal outcome, then that means you can't transcend that. That's that's a good thing about competition and capitalism is mm-hmm. that in theory you can rise up out of your class and move to another class and then keep going. Mm-hmm. Like you, the sky is not the limit in America. There is no limit. There's no limit. There is no limit. So what worries me is these this notion of well, because there's no limit, let's go ahead and set a limit. Hmm. And right, whenever you as you were talking earlier, you look at sort of seeing like these notions from the CCP, the Chinese uh, Communist Party. I don't want those bastards in that government deciding how anything should be done in America. Ever. Ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> I, I, I want Americans deciding what happens in America. I want folks in their neighborhood deciding what happens in their neighborhood. Yeah, that, that's the beauty of republicanism. Is yeah, you know, you, well, it, it's like you brought up the Uyghurs earlier. You know, I mean, like in in the early two thousands, it was the Falun Gong, and yeah, you know, and it's it's it, it, it's what those people do. If you speak out, they silence your whole culture. Yeah, I don't want any of that over here. Yeah. I mean, I got nothing against Chinese people, individuals. I got everything against communist regimes. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. Hard fuck that. Yeah. Shit, man. We got a little more than three hours on this uh, really? on this mother. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we could keep going. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on and talking uh, libertarian uh, values and shooting shit. And, yeah, it's fun, man. And all this other stuff. It's fun. It, it's, it's good to talk. You know, it's... Uh, I love the discourse, even just as as a pastime, you mm-hmm. know. But 
right now it's important. You know what I mean? Because, like, it, it needs to be out there. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't think about this stuff. Like, I'm kind of a, like a politics junkie. Like, I entertain myself with politics. You know, I enjoy it. It's where discourse lives in, yeah. our, in our country. Dude, start a podcast, man. Well, maybe I will. But you know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't listen to this stuff. And they, they, don't, they don't think about it. So, you know, like, maybe just, you know, talk about it. Get well, it out there. Well, I mean, you'll, you'll have, not to, not to brag on my listeners, but you'll have probably about 50 people at minimum that... <laughs> That's awesome. That will hear your ideas, cool. you know. Super cool. So from and from all from all over the uh, the country and even some folks in uh, Europe as well. We got uh, some <laughs> listeners in. Uh, nice. Uh, uh, sorry if I mispronounced your name. Uh, Clichy, France, and uh, Islington, uh, England. Oh, we have nice. uh, had a listener in Moscow. Like. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. So worldwide, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, ba- baby steps, you know. Oh, yeah. But baby steps are still progress, nonetheless. That's a fact. And that's, that's a fact. Uh, I would much rather us take baby steps to making our country as awesome as possible than I would to just flip it over and see what happens. Sure. But, yeah, and it, I think it happens this way over a table talking. Hell yeah. You know, of course, you, you're not really disagreeing on a whole lot, you know. <laughs> but you know, this this still. You know, we're participating. This is how it happens. Yeah, man. You know, it's good stuff. Yeah, man. Jake Jackson. This was fun. Can can, uh, can people uh, find you on social media or anything like that? Or do we have do, yeah. anything you want to plug? I, I mean, not really. I mean, like, I, I, I don't mind if people hit me up social media. Jacob Jackson. Uh, I'm connected to you, obviously. Uh, that's totally cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm down to chat and talk and shoot the shit and all that but uh we'll definitely come back what can i plug what can i plug uh i'm in a band four letter word look for us we play out sometimes (laughs) yeah how about that (laughs) can uh can they find your music online no actually we're just a cover band right now yeah like uh we actually it's funny we just started talking about doing some originals but we're just playing rock and roll hell yeah awesome well thanks again man it was fun man this was a lot of fun hell yeah come back later y'all